and welcome to Spellcaster, Episode 7. I'm Tom Mosher. Today's show features my first return guest, Rob Harrington. We recorded this about a month ago in late July, and some of our hot takes may have cooled off a bit, but we cover the new power slide offerings, wish frames, God's skates, various durometers, and many other sufficiently nerdy topics. I'm working to finish up the handful of episodes I already have recorded, and I plan to turn them around much more swiftly now that I have the process dialed in a bit. Thanks again for checking out Spellcaster. Feel free to get in touch anytime with feedback or just to let me know you're into it. Now, please enjoy Spellcaster Episode 7 with the always measured and excellent Rob Harrington. Okay, hello. Hey. You got water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got a uh, nice Ontario beer. I had nothing, like nothing in the fridge at all. I try to come prepared. I brought other other goodies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, this one's a bit more like uh, freestyle and reactionary because uh, all these things are just started to drop and happen and a lot of people are excited and upset and well not upset but feelings are all over the place it's like a crazy week right now and what's like what's nuts is like everything was happening over this past weekend as far as all the leaks and drops and all that fun stuff and i was really busy all weekend so i didn't have the opportunity to like really like take a deep dive and look and like Mm. as soon as the start stuff started going somebody sent me a link to the catalog and i was like oh my god i have to like analyze it but i was so i had like plans all weekend and it was just craziness so i didn't have like time until really until like later last night to digest all of it and i still still haven't uh sunk my teeth into it i've sort of just uh you know scanned past it all like Okay, I, I can I, I see it all from from you know ten thousand feet up, but I haven't you know zoomed in yet. Right. But uh, okay, wait. Right away, the uh, Frankie soul plates go. Okay. I'm, oh, here's the thing. All right, I'm the, the, my one word that I'm gonna use. Vindicated. <laughs> <laughs> so, when we were working on the project. Um, we had some internal and external controversy over, you know, how symmetrical they should really be. So if you look at the symmetrics sole plates with the word symmetric in them, they are front-back symmetrical, but not left-right symmetrical. So you can flip them around to the other boot, but you cannot flip them around on the same boot. Right. And we wanted to make a sole just to, for the sake of doing it that was, you know, even on all four quarters perfectly 100% symmetrical yeah and some people picked on it some people thought it was cool even us we started to doubt it kind of after the fact and we were like eh maybe if we were going to remake them we would uh we would have the negative side be a little bit smaller and just keep them you know front back symmetrical so for that I'm happy it's cool to see it it happen um so is it is the new Frankie one fully symmetric yeah, yeah. Um, I can send you a picture. Somebody sent me a couple photos that they were holding the skates and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one you sent me. Else. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look again right now while we're talking. Go on. I know there's other there's other photos that oh uh, yeah some that uh, came out later. Or that, and, yeah, yeah. 
I saw those. I saw those. But someone's holding them, Hold right? Up. You saw it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, all the things that were good about the plates and everything that I loved about it and kind of all the little reasons why we did it, it's all there. But the, the biggest thing to overcome was the cost of manufacturing them. Um, CNC time, I mean, you know, you're connected to people who do CNC work. It's, I see them doing it's it all day, every single day. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, it's a costly process. And, you know, say you're, you're an individual person and you said, okay, I've got this beautiful blueprint for a sole plate. It's already programmed, ready to go. Just, you know, need somebody to, to punch it into the machine and, and cut it out. That's like, it's like in the, in the United States, it's about 100 to probably about $150 a plate just to get a shop, a decent shop to, to do that, <laughs> yeah. to do that work for you. So it's not feasible. I mean, who's going to yeah. spend 200 plus dollars on a pair of sole plates that are designed to be destroyed? So then if you look at it from a, a small brand perspective, like the, like, you know, Grey Matter, when Grey Matter was producing it, you know, we were making, 20 pairs at a time and even still it was like a break even and that's with a hundred dollar retail price point um and honestly break even i mean probably losing a couple bucks a set with shipping and everything else and that's not you know accounting for all the time that went into it and all the money that we spent on prototyping and everything else um so for a brand, and I'm not going to get into Gods or Power Slide or USD because that's not really relevant stuff. But we can go there too. But, but we're stocking tech right now. But yeah, we'll go there too. <laughs> okay, we'll go there too because I have my opinions on yeah, that yeah. as well. Go on, go on. <laughs> so, um, for a brand to do it, it's. I'm assuming they're going to sell a whole lot of those skates. Mm. Um, you know, his skates always sell regardless of what he's doing. It's, you know, there's a, a, a set of people that just love that style. And then you've all the sneaker heads and all the hip hop heads and but, all but, the Frankie But how, how weird is it that it's these literal representation of Jordans and he's like, <laughs> it's it's such a you can't do that. That's so crazy. They just like haha. It's a totally Jordan, but what? You, you <laughs> I I mean, like I don't. It's not personally. It's not my style, mm. and it wouldn't be my taste to to make a, a a replica. And we'll call it a replica, not a knockoff. It's a you know a replica of a design or a look. So. I mean, fashion is fashion, and fashion copies fashion, and there's not a lot of originality out there. And, you know, if you look at one brand, then you know, it comes out with a cool sneaker, then there's three other brands that start making sneakers in that style. So, you know, is it original? Nah, but is it a very specific style that a sector of the blade community is into and you know again like all the, the sneaker heads and all the hip-hop heads and the frankie fans they they like that so if it makes sense for them it makes sense for them i, I see a lot of people that are like you know take my money they're ready to buy it so that's great and, and it's you know like more than anything no matter what no matter what the product or the brand or anything behind it new stuff is always better than no stuff Absolutely. And we are so, so lucky at this point in time to have anybody doing anything and spending any kind of money. And it's, you know, it just is what it is. Um, 
so here's my theory. I'll just lay my theory out there about, you know, the, the gods versus uh, uh, USD. If you look at the last few years, and I'm really just basing this on, you know, really since I've kind of got back into rollerblading in 2014, I've seen a few Frankie boots come out and... I haven't seen a lot of Frankie, though. I haven't seen, you know, I've seen, like, maybe one or two little edits come out. Um, and But he's not he's not in contests. He's not he's not out at Winter Clash. He's not, you know, hanging out with the, with the team. He's not really present in rollerblading. But he's selling a crap load of boots, you know, with his name and his styling, you know, Jordan styling behind it. Um... So kind of what I'm thinking is that it's this is a it, he's done a good job at having a boot with his name on it that sells lots and lots of units. And to me, this is just a I, what I'm assuming. And this is totally me just speculating. And I don't know. I don't have any inside information. And I'm just 100 percent guessing based on kind of how I see things structured. But it probably made more sense to allow him and facilitate him producing a skate or labeling a skate under the God's brand name um, <laughs> versus um, <laughs> it's not a photo <laughs> go on doing it as USD because you can first of all like there's all the God's fans and everybody's wearing the sweatpants and buying the wheels and all that that are into that brand anyway but he doesn't you know, he'll still do what he's been doing for Power Slide, which is selling a lot of boots um, without having to play the part of the USD team player. Um, so they don't have to worry about him being a you know name on USD or, or any of that business. Just you know, we'll, we'll, we're gonna we're gonna fund the engineering and the design. We're going to fund the manufacturing. We are going to take care of the distribution, and we're going to take care of the marketing. And if there's warranty issues, we're going to take <laughs> okay, care of okay, the okay, warranty. Okay, 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 okay. So that means that it's just a fucking USD skate, and it just has God's branding on it. That's all that means. And even right in the photo, it, it's like it's made by. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to on his Instagram thing saying. Oh, I, I finally started a company from scratch. Like, you didn't fucking do shit. You're, they they gave you a whole brand. They're just like, this is your Frankie boot. Like, I don't know, call it a company. I don't care. You know, like, it's yeah, it's a power slide skate. I mean, and that's okay. Like, if anything, you so know, like, it's I guess stupid. I was it's just a power slide skate. It's fine. It's just a power slide skate. It, it doesn't that's matter. Fine. That's, but yeah, and that's it's fine. That's what it is. And you know. I, We'll just accept it for what it, what it is. There, that Instagram post though, the way the way it was worded, like "Oh, working my ass off for all these other brands," I'm like, eh, <laughs> I've really seen you work in the last few years, but, um, but you know, he has an image and a skate that fits with his image, and people are into it. So if it means that. You know, they sell a couple hundred pairs of skates or a couple thousand pairs of skates. To me, there's a couple more thousand pairs of skates out there. Oh yeah, rolling okay. around. I wanna, I wanna put a disclaimer uh, to all of this that some of this might sound hatery uh, on, 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 on all the things we're gonna talk about, but I, I, I'm sure both of us are grateful that there's so many people out there committed to this and working so hard and pouring their whole lives into it. So, yeah. Everything uh, comes with that that blanket of appreciation, while just sort of noticing details about things that are worth discussing. 
Yeah, and it's like, and I, I, I fell into the trap a few times today, and I was like commenting on the <laughs> late tag and this and that, like getting into the whole like speculative like nature of you know, well, you know, what is the brand and who is it and this and that, and I really try to avoid all that because ninety five percent of Facebook rollerblader griping is like, well, if I was running Power Slide, I would never do that. And this is how I would do it. And it's like, yeah, but you're just sitting at home on your phone, not doing anything, producing nothing. And, yeah. you know, I don't really care you know, how you would do things because you never will. So I try to really like avoid those conversations because, you know, and again, who am I? What is what is my opinion matter? I'm, you know, I'm just an old guy that still rollerblades yeah. <laughs> down in Florida. Um but, um, I don't know. I, maybe if, I think I'm actually giving it more credit because it is Power Slide. I'm kind of like, I think just at this point in my skating and, you know, kind of what I'm getting into and how I'm evolving and rollerblading right now, like, you definitely say I'm a Power Slide fanboy. Um, yeah, for I sure. Like, I like the stuff they're putting out and I really like skating their stuff right now. And, um, you know, I've had the opportunity recently, um, you know, working on some other projects to deal with some people at Power Slide, and it's, I just, I'm, I'm happy with everything they're doing, and, you know, I'm, after listening to the interview, Ricardo's interview with Matthias, um, you know, just the, the smallest little fact that he, the little two lines he snuck in there about how he is essentially bleeding capital from the fitness and recreation part of the company to kind of keep pushing aggressive along because he thinks it's the right thing to do that's absolutely absolutely amazing so if you know i don't care i don't care what it is if it's if it's power slide product i'm happy if people spend money on it so that so that those people can just keep doing what they're doing and and keep us rolling well yeah um i'm sure the state will be probably just fine. It'd be great. You know, it looks like a cool, fresh, nice new skate. The thing I'm most excited about it is actually the soul plate because all the things you would strive for with with your project and going after that, it's now just accessible and anybody can just grab one of those and maybe if the problem was you couldn't do it in the correct quantities to get the the prices to, you know, affordable, etc., that they are this giant company, well, giant in a relative sense, um, that can get the quantities up sufficiently that it makes this concept of a UHMW symmetric UFS plate, like, uh, accessible to anybody. It's kind of a, a fun thing, and some people kind of like, ugh, it's ugly right away, but I was like, wow, it looks cool to me. Like, I think it's got some cool setups, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, you know... A, a UHMW sole, just based on the molecular structure of that material, is going to be superior to injection molded plastic. So, no matter what, if that's the you know the only component that I, that I can really be excited about, that's great because it's such a huge thing, and maybe it'll lead to more stuff like it. Um, I just kind of scanning through one of the posts about it tonight. Um, my buddy Andrew Autry mentioned, he's like, well, what are the holes for? You see the additional yeah, mounting holes? Yeah, I did see. And I'm like, hmm, that's a great, you know, I saw it, and I'm like, well, I know what it's for. It's for mounting a blade to a boot so you get a nice secure fit. Yeah. You know, like, a, yeah. like the, um, whatever the mount, the uh, six mount axis Maybe on the symmetric plates. Maybe that has extra mounting points. 
or maybe they're prepping for using that style plate or that specific plate on other boot models, which to me is very exciting. So that's something to look forward to as well. Um, so yeah, I think that's cool. Well, do we know for sure that that style plate's going to be sold independently? No, I mean, uh, nobody, I don't think anybody knows at this point. Um, you know, we might just be looking at prototypes for all I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, still cool. Like, as much as uh, we're like, mm, silly gods, whatever, like, this is actually kind of cool. Let's talk about this for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really, really happy about that. And again, like, it's, I'm glad somebody's doing it because you just, I like, I can't even explain to you how many hours we put into those souls. Um, you know, Ray Alonzo down in Miami, he, you know, he, he's the, the graphic guy he's the one who really modeled it for us and you know that's really most of the work and he did all of that for absolutely no money he just he just did it because he was interested in the project and he was he wanted to you know just like all of us ever since we were kids we were like oh we're going to design a rollerblade thing and it was his opportunity to to take his talent and he's very talented and put it into something that makes rollerblades work better so Here's the saddest part: is he never even got a pair of the soles himself. Really? Uh, yeah, I know. And it's like, I, I, like, are there any floating I, around that could be aimed to him? I have my set. Just um, give them I to him. Build up a bit. I know. I should probably just send him over to him, at least so he can hold on to Dude, him for a while. Feel so much better. If you're not I, using I, them, I, I, and you know that you feel he's like indebted. In- I've, and then here's the sad part. Like I've actually put them up for sale and then deleted the post because I'm like oh, I can't do it. So just give them um, man. You'll, you'll, you'll be happy you did. Um, but I will say though, and you know, I'm, I'm not trying to give up too much information. He's designing more stuff. Um, okay. So he he wants to just kind of not necessarily keep the ball rolling, but you know, he wants to look at some new components and you know some other cool stuff that that has not been done yet um which is really cool so um i've seen some some uh some design images and we he talked about him uh, he's actually got like a some real deal 3d printing uh equipment um as part of what he does for work so he's going to be printing up some prototypes for test fitting and i get to help with that so that's gonna be cool i'm excited about that um so i'll you know, share some of that info later on when I get some more info on that. Cool, cool. Yeah. It's neat that, uh, and, you know, anywhere you look, there's different people sort of picking up different ideas and exploring. And It's, I mean, we talked about it last time. It's just like, it's, I don't know, I'd say, I, I, and I don't know, I don't even want to think about, like, the financials behind the industry or even use the word industry because there isn't one. It's just, we're just, you know, stepchildren of stepchildren that kind of get the scraps but it's so it's it's the you know the, the wor- worst of the worst times as far as um you know the, the overall spectrum or size of what we do but i think it's the absolute best time for for rollerblading or inline skating um as far as who's kind of still doing it and who's getting back into it and all the people that are now our age that have you know grown up and 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 picked up different trades and developed different talents and you know we have 
a little bit more freedom in our lives to, to travel and to do fun skating stuff and to to be spending money on skates and to be tinkering in our shops and, and making little parts and customizing stuff and every time I see some like a, a new mod or a new little piece or part or trinket that I see somebody put together I'm just like yes like I just get to be so excited that, <laughs> that people are doing it because it's like I obsess over it I I sit here and you know like I see it from I'm, afar I love it <laughs> I'm looking at my couch right like I'll like literally lay there at night watching tv and there's always a skate like within arm's reach and I'll just kind of sit there and hold up my lap wait, wait, wait. and I'll look at Do it and I'm touch my it? Dude, yeah, like it's always, it's always, Wait, it's show, always right there. Okay, show and tell. You, you, you show me what skate you've got there obsessing over. I, well, I've got two next to me. Okay, okay, my... okay, okay, okay. Do a full walkthrough for the people that uh, won't see it. Maybe I can try and snap a picture of each one. Okay, I'll get a picture. So, uh, what's this first skate? All right. So this is my current aggressive inline skating setup. Um. You lift it up a bit so I can... Can I see the, the frame just... Oh, yeah. Wish. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. So, this is my... Um, a few different components here. So, we've got the USD 7 shell um, with the stock sole plates. I had to scrap the stock cuffs and Why? put the... Uh, they were they were short and they're very very rigid. Um, like the Aeon. Yeah, exactly. It felt exactly the same, um, and they had no. I mean, they had enough flex, like overall left to right flex, but the top of the cuff, as it interacts with the the liner around your you know your lower lower leg, upper shin, ankle area, um, it just completely dug in. And I'm someone who likes to get really, really low on certain tricks and really flex my skates over. And I actually had bruises. Like, if somebody, I remember one of the posts actually took a picture of my leg. I had a, like, perfect bruise right where my, on the inside of my leg where that cuff was digging in. Right, right, right. So I took the 2.0 cuffs off of my Aeons, um, which I had to kind of custom mount onto those, and they bolted right onto the sevens, just regular bolt holes, like no modification required, okay. and it was a, a pretty good fit. Um, now, one little thing that I did that I haven't really been talking about because I'm just kind of messing with it, um, back when we were working on the gray matter sole plates, we actually experimented with some different shock absorbers, uh, so I... I found a company in the United States that produces um, prosthetics, and they develop all their own different foams, uh, thermofoams, and all different durometers and thicknesses and different kind of characteristics. So I had them send me a bunch of samples awesome. and picked out the samples that I liked, and then they sent me kind of more rolls of the stuff. So I, I cut out a, a bunch of these old shock absorbers, sole plate shock absorbers that went in between the boot and the soles. So I had some of that material left over, and I basically took that material and matched it. I, you can't really see it. I have to send you a picture <laughs> later. But the inside of my cuff has a, it's, I think it's a 2.5 millimeter, or no, maybe three, not about 2.5 millimeter thickness, 33 durometer thermofoam that 
kind of wraps the boot in between the boot and the cuff. Like, and emulating what the Intuition and what some of the other, like, cry, I mean, crown have? It's, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I don't really know what I was going for. I just kind of <laughs> wanted to add, like, a little bit more padding in that area. And not that these cuffs need it, because the, the 2.0 cuffs, I don't know if you've ever, like, played with them up close, but all these little ridges on top completely allow the boot to not the boot but the cuff to flex outward as you lean into it which ones are these there you go are these 2.0s do they have cuffs or is it a one piece uh yeah one piece. wait i can't see you you have like a glare but oh yeah sorry uh so those are the one piece so those are they don't have like the hinged cuff but the top though like if you look at the top yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that same yeah, yeah, yeah. it has those cutouts and those like even in the back like where the, it looks like it's like a little V cut that thing will flex back as you point your toes and, and jump so I just really 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 prefer this that cuff that seems like a really natural idea to want to have the, the cuff be a bit more not, not soft but uh, less harsh it's it's completely supportive. So you know all my skating that I do, I don't have any floppy, you know, outward bend or anything like that. Now I will say that the sevens specifically are very centered skates. If you look at the we the the boot molds and the wheels, they all it matches up as a pretty straight center line, as compared to like the um, like the Isler Carbon Freeze where the the frame is, is pretty far to the inside, um, so it's a little bit off-center, and it gives you a little bit more soul. Or like the old rims before they did the, the True Balance adjustment. Um, so the, the sevens are, are pretty centered overall, so even like loose cuff, I my feet sit dead center on those wheels. Um, so it's supportive enough, but, I mean, you've seen, you know, like pictures of me doing back farves on everything, everywhere, every day. And I'm pretty much like I try to have my butt below my knees when I'm doing that trick, and my boot just completely, completely boned over. Do you uh, do you do squats? Like it's strong for that? Not really. Um, <laughs> so I don't really like exercise, um, which is really funny because by trade I'm a health club general manager. Okay. Oh, yeah. Do you know? So, what, I, I, what, I was like after the last one, I was like, you know what? I never asked him like. What do you do the rest of the time? <laughs> <laughs> so, a little backstory on that, where we, we don't go too deep into it, but um, when I joined the military, I basically was tricked into being a fitness trainer um, for the Air Force, uh, which was a really cool job in the military because it was very unmilitary. It was mostly just hanging out in the gym and wearing workout clothes and helping people you know, get in better shape. So when I got out of the Air Force, I decided not to stay just for political reasons. And uh, I liked working in the gym environment. And again, not because I love working out, but it's just kind of like a cool, basically just get paid to hang out all day. Um, so I continued personal training as a civilian for a few years and then eventually transitioned into running health clubs. Um, and... Now I'm with a company called Anytime Fitness. I think there's a bunch of them up, up there as well. Um, so now I run, there's over 4,000 locations around the world, and I run the number one location, um, okay. which is pretty cool. So the cool thing about it is that it's, it's 
absolute low stress. My job is basically just like hanging out with people all day, literally, and making sure everybody's happy um, and making sure the gym runs smoothly. So that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, like I have my, you know, flexibility to play on my phone and do my, you know, my my Facebooking and Instagramming. And yeah, I, I can see that you you can stay active throughout the day. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it just it's it's a lot of freedom and very very low stress. Um, now, you know, I have worked for other companies in the industry that were extremely high stress, where you know the money was great, but I wanted to kill myself. Um, so I kind of had to find a better balance than that. But so. That's what I do the rest of the time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me let me just uh, let's shift gears for a second here. Uh, how about the worst product name ever award going to the MyFit Recall Liner? I saw the comments on that today, and when he posted that, it said you know like you know however he had it written on there. Um, That's what it's called. Yeah, no, I know. I don't... That's, what, that's the name they chose. And I'm like, I'm trying to like, you know, because like we think product recall and that's a way that we, we use that well, word Well, but also, often. you know, like the the whole issue with the Aeon and so on where, you know, first time everybody trying their Aeons, the, the, the Lomax liner just ripped right away and that had to be yeah. recalled. <laughs> the yeah, I never, liner recall. I never got my replacement liners for that. I don't think they did a recall on that. No, I, um, I just I just stitched mine back together and moved on with life. Yeah, I just replaced mine. They're sitting in the shelves now, but the shelves are absolutely yeah. toast. I'm actually using my um, my Lomax liners again in my Aeons. Yeah, I've got my Aeons. Yeah. Uh, because I had the V1 Intuitions in there for quite a while, and I just found that I can last a little bit longer with the... Uh, Lomax liner, like I can, I can last in a session longer with it. My foot being in brutal pain, like I can, because the place where they are a bit skinnier, like through the midfoot and toe, is the room, the area where I need more room, and that's the the one spot where the intuition's a bit thicker than the MyFit. So. Oh, I've actually never heard of a complaint about intuitions being too thick and yeah, totally, any really place. There, it's a. Through that part of the area, uh, the, the foot is a bit thicker. But that's, this is the V1. The V2 is a bit thinner and stretchier throughout there. Um, right. I just don't have them, and I can't buy them right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I want them. Like, I don't even know what I would use them in. Um, I, would, I would put them in these, for sure, in my Aeons. And yeah. In, and in, so I've also got my, so I've got my intuitions right now in my, I finally got them in my full wizard setup. Um, sort of inspired by Leon. So actually, I I, I have my list here of uh, topics I should put Leon stuff because Leon Leon was in town for a few weeks and it was like pretty uh, influential life experience to get to have a whole bunch of really long, intense all night skate sessions with him and yeah. I was so jealous. Like <laughs> you know, it's just when you. When you watch somebody for so much time, and you know, in, in edits and videos, and you listen to him talking on all the podcasts and his solo casts, and you you hear his friends talking, you know, you know, the mushroom dudes talking about him and their experience with him, and you start to, I've never met him, but I, it's like you feel like you know him kind yeah. of, and and he's just like he's mythologized. Yes, exactly. He's, you know, he's, I don't want to say, but he's like, you know, like God status and the, he's just yeah. like this Zen blade master. So it's like, 
I just want to like I don't even need to like talk to him I just want to like session with him and just be like in his presence to maybe like absorb some of his vibes yeah um, because everybody I know who's ever met him has been like man like he's so cool he's yeah. just a cool guy yeah he's pretty amazing um, it, it was and it, go on go on I don't even remember what I was going to say yeah all, all it was was uh, I didn't know that he was going to be in town for a while and uh, I, was, I was putting my daughter to sleep it was maybe 9.30 and I got an email from Leon saying like, hey, uh, I'm gonna be, uh, like, I'm gonna be in town as of tonight, uh, we'd like to get together for a skate session one of the upcoming nights, uh, just, you know, let me know, and then I got back to him right away, and I just said, how about tonight, <laughs> and, uh, he was like, sounds great, uh, I'm just sort of, just out of, out of town in the suburbs, at my parents' place, so I'll be traveling into town, and I'll be in town maybe around 11 or so, and then we went up meeting around midnight at, um, he was staying at, he was in town for a friend's uh, uh, wedding, this guy, AJ, who's, like, this amazing Toronto shredder, like, amazing, amazing skater. He's, he was actually one of the first guys that really got me into skating, and anyways, uh, he was staying there, because uh, AJ was on his honeymoon, so his house was available, and so Leon had that spot there, and I got to the place by midnight, and, uh, I, I opened the door, and, you know, Leon's there, and we hug, and it's great, and then, uh, I see on the floor a wizard frame with five wheels, <laughs> On his, on his skate, and I'm just like, you did it. Because the last time I saw him, it was like, I, I was like, I'm gonna, I wanna try it. Like, I wanna try, I'm gonna draw it up in CAD and, like, you know, maybe explore it or whatever. And then that was the last I'd heard of it. And then all of a sudden, it was a reality. And that was just his setup. It was uh, his, you know, his SX boot, uh, the, 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 the proper modern uh, one from the Saba that's a pre guided yeah. from them with the Intuition V2 liner, his. 5x90 frame, because there's a 5x90 and a 5x100 that are sort of getting swapped around and tried by different people, and so it was the 5x90. Yeah, I've seen it bouncing around a little bit. And, uh, and I showed up, uh, you know, I thought, you know, I'm getting together with the Grand Wizard himself, I should bring my wizard set up, so I brought my wizard set up, um, and then, uh, he insisted we swap skates, and I used his all night. <laughs> and so, the, this whole, like, all night session <laughs> from, like, 12 to 4... I was on his five-wheel setup, and he was on my wizard's head. We went all over, and it was, like, rainy and awesome and beautiful, and, like, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. It was, uh, I didn't know you got to try them, though. Well, oh he existed. God. It wasn't a choice. <laughs> and then at 3 a.m., we, we, we skated around, and we showed up to the... So the reason he was in town also is because they're about to open a new location in Toronto. So they've been in this... Uh, charming, but busted down. It used to be a, like a porn shop, basically. It, it's a yeah. cute store, anyways, but it, it's being replaced by a condo, that whole area. And so they're moving to this really cool, awesome new area that's right near this uh, like underpass skate park that's under the highway and uh, it's like connected to all sort of nature. And it's a really, really cool area, and it's a big, beautiful glass uh, corner spot. That it, it's like really nice setup, and, but it, it's, they only, ha they have the property, they haven't done anything with it yet, they're, they're just, just about to do it, he was in town to organize it all, and so, we went there at 3am, and he just, like, unlocked the place, and we skated around uh -huh. in there, yeah. just, like, in the empty, will be the next store in Toronto, and then just, like, passed me, like, you know, but, if we had, like, here in the, the desk, there, they, they have whole drawings they've done up, but he was just, like, bouncing out different ideas of 
the way they get set up. Like, you know, the rental skates along here because they're going to be doing tons of rentals and lessons. Because right there, it's right next to a brand new huge YMCA and uh, a really huge, like, running room, like, running store. And it's just, like, uh, under, like, it's, like, condos and stuff and, like, new development with lots of, like, playgrounds and all this cool stuff. So it's just such a perfect spot. So they're going to do tons of lessons and rentals on top of just, like, selling skates and being, and they're doing weekly, like, uh, skate nights, like, every Sunday night, now they actually have a whole bunch of people come together and just skate around, doing everything, like, all, all skill levels and styles, and they're trying to build a build that, like, community and momentum, because tons of rollerbladers in Toronto, tons and tons, and so it's just about, yeah, like, bringing them, some of them together, and, like, I'm so happy that they're, uh, they're just going for it, and instead of, you know, the Toronto store being shut down, being replaced by the condo, they could just be like, well, that was a good run, like, let's pack it up and move on with life. But yeah. instead, they're like, no, let's double down. <laughs> let's go to kick it to the next level. And I'm really happy they're doing it because it's this modern, beautiful building and a great area. They're, they're, they're going to do it. It's so, I mean, and what a cool privilege to be able to go hang out in the space, you know, and <laughs> as it's still conceptual. That's really, really cool. Yeah, and also, so my wife is an architect and really, really good at spatial visualization and uh, optimizing all the elements that you need within a space and how they can flow together and fit together in the right dimensions where they need to be. She killed it on our basement renovation where we took a shitty nothing thing and put it into a great Airbnb that's killing it right now. And so she, uh, so Leon came by for two actually, like, uh, full, like, dinners with us where we had, like, a whole family sit down with all, made really good stuff and so like Marty and him could also have a bit of time to sort of bounce through a bit of ideas of sort of the shape of it and he brought it he showed he brought his laptop and showed the CAD files of sort of uh, what they're looking at even just like, even like sketch up models really but um, yeah but yeah it was, it was just so cool to see this thing that doesn't yet exist but will exist very soon and yeah they get to have a bit of uh, an influence on how it will go down that's really cool now do you think in the future you'll be and you know, a part of the shop at all again, or it's hard to like. I would say no, just because my weekdays are obviously dominated by my my, my job and yeah. two and a half hours of bike commuting, and then uh, put the kids like I have a tiny bit of a couple hours with the kids and then put them to sleep and then crash and do it all again, and then uh, weekends are just scramble trying to do all the domestic things to catch up. So. Uh, I'd say no. <laughs> I desperately need okay. my weekends, and the only time I, I I was working there was on the weekends when I was doing daddy daycare during the week. So I couldn't really have a day job. So on the weekends, I was could sort of sneak away and sort of immerse myself in the Blake community and make a couple dollars out of it and yeah. get a discount on skate products. I feel like I'll always be in the family, and I was actually just thinking yeah. I should. Uh, I went offer to Leon to volunteer to help with some of the construction of like the, the different shelves and stuff they're making because I have all these fabrication skills and knowledge of tools and design and et cetera, et cetera. So I'd love to just be there as a handy set of hands that can help construct the thing. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I mean, I would, you know, and it's, I don't need what's a little bit of your time for, for such a a cool project. Yeah, that's definitely a worthwhile investment of your time. Yeah, I feel like that's um, the way I could be involved. Yeah, you know, just stay stay part of the family. And then, do you think you're going to be able to go do any of the skate nights that they're putting on? Uh, no, just because it's 6.30, <laughs> 30 to 9.30 on Sunday, and that's, like, this crucial, like, time for our family of, like, hang dinner down in the room, like, getting the kids into bed in sequence of, like, just not possible. 
<laughs> yeah. It's like, I just had to be like, okay, <laughs> that, that, that is reality, it's fine. And uh, it seems really fun, and a bunch of people are coming out. <laughs> I was you'll, like, you know what, though, like, you'll, there'll be exceptions to the, you know, to the, to the schedule, and you'll find time to make it out, and, yeah. Um, and, but you know what, yeah. I, I still get to, to go out and have fun, and I actually had a, a really fun session a couple nights ago with, so, you know, I used to be really, really into bike stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, one of the guys who was my, like, homie that we always would ride, who was my, my main person I was most excited to get together with the ride, and we've been through some ups and downs, and he had a crazy injury, and anyways... Uh, he has a BMX now, and he rips, and he's just this, so we, we got together for, actually, so I was biking home from work a couple days ago, and then just ran into him, uh, like, I, I was just biking along, and I saw this backpack, I was like, hey, I recognize your backpack, I was like, oh shit, I made that backpack, it's, it's my friend wearing it, and then I like, oh, it stopped, I knew exactly what it was, I hadn't seen him in a couple, like, I guess a couple years now, and I, I love him, love him, love him, he's, he's a brother to me, you know, and yeah. so I, got off my bike, hopped up on the curb, and big hug, and oh, I was so excited to see him, and he was on the phone with his mom, and he was like, oh, we gotta go, it's time, <laughs> and, uh, and then, so we were just so excited to see each other, and we were like, uh, so then when I got, I got home later, I just, I was like, yo, like, let's, let's get to, re- get together to ride, like, tomorrow, let's do this, and so he came out on his BMX, and I went out on my Aeons, and we just, like, ripped around to different street spots, and, like, banked things, and, because BMX and rollerblading overlap completely of the the kind of spots they can fuck with, you know? Grindy yeah, stuff, jumpy yeah, the, stuff, the, height of the, the scales of things, yeah, totally, totally. Yep. Um, so, uh, it was a, a really natural, awesome session, and actually, um, I did th- this thing that was like a, okay, so, there's a building near my house here that is about to be smashed down, and they're gonna start making a condo there, and they had these big wooden uh triangle signs of three quarter inch plywood and good reinforcement and there were maybe i don't know seven i guess it was eight feet tall probably and then there's two of them and they've been tipped over and put butt to butt uh on like just sitting on the sidewalk in front of this thing it had been there for weeks and i'd seen like maybe like a couple like skateboard marks of people going up and down it and it was set up, it looks like a, like a box jump, basically, with, right. like, a foot gap at the top, right? Just, like, how, like, the, the triangles fit together. And, um, I don't know if you saw, I, I think I put, like, an Instagram video of, uh, I went for a skate, and I wound up, like, playing around on it a bit, like, so I was set sliding on it, and I, I wound up mustering up the courage alone with, like, bros, like, fighting across the street to, like, film, like, my phone is, like, like perched on a bike lock thing, like, a bike <laughs> rack, and then, yeah. uh, like, I'm skating, charging at it, and then go up to the top and just sort of step and hop over into the back next one, but I never aired it, and I, it, 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 you know, hung over me and haunted me, and, and then I was out with my buddy, we were having this whole big, long skate around, bike around, and I was like, I got, I got one more spot, I want to show you, <laughs> and, and we went there, and then I was like, I was like, I'm finally here with someone who will, like, go over this thing with me, you know? And so we started, you know, messing around on a bit, and then eventually I was just like, like, he, he launched it almost a flat, like, he, he, like, cleared it. And, oh, wow. Yeah, so he, like, he fully overshot it, but then, like, he was, like, game, he was like, okay, I'm on, and then, like, I came, like, charging at it, and then, like, finally, like, I stepped over it a couple times, and then finally just, like, no, this time I'm airing it, and just, you had to, like, kind of pre out the transition, because your wheels would, like, catch on it, it was not, like, a fully smooth thing, and then I just, yeah. like, hit it and just, like, float over, 
poof down the backside, poof, run! Kind of like a hockey stop sliding on the sidewalk, and yeah. So oh, you got it though, yes. Yeah, and then, and then <laughs> I, I did, it. I did it over and over and over and over, and it was really fun, and then I was like, mute grabbing over it and stuff, and it just felt so good, and, and then, uh, this one adorable couple were like, strolling home after some date night they'd had, and they're like, they, they saw it from afar, and they're like, ah! And then, as they, like, they got closer, they're like, are you gonna do it again? I was like, Sure, fuck it. And I just like came charging out and phew, did my little mute stall over and landed it. And yeah, they were like, oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. That's awesome. Anyway, all right, next so time. how do you got gap to set down the far side for me next time, all right? Okay, no, that's okay. From before I even got to skate it ever, I'd bike past it several times and, or just like walk past it with my family. And like the thing I'd been imagining the whole time was like, I'm totally gonna go, like, I wanna go up and set down the, the, the backside. And then. Once I got to the, realize how big it actually is to get up to the top of it, it, it was like, fuck no. <laughs> I was doing tiny, like, I, like, I don't know if you saw the Instagram video, it was like jumping on, just like sessing down like a couple feet of it. But yeah. like, the actual, the, the scale of the momentum to actually float over it, like as I was eventually doing just like landing on my wheels, not, not sess sliding, is like right. big scale and <laughs> yeah, I don't know, so... Maybe, 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 we'll see. Do you know what? So, I was I was there with my buddy, and I was like, I know for sure I could win 80 of this. I know for sure, for sure I could win 80 of this. But I just don't know if the risk to the, to reward is really there for me to, to give it a shot. Because also, right. you're coming down, and then there's, like, stairs and railing and, like, a metal wheelchair thing, like, right there. And so, it's not, like, not very forgiving either way to, to screw it up and... It's not a skate park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, and we had gone to, like, just down the street from it is, like, there's a skate park pretty close to my house. It kind of sucks, but it's totally a skate park, and there are skate parky things within it to do skate parky tricks on. But, uh, definitely kind of sucks. So we'd gone there first, and then we were just cruising around looking for things to do tricks on, you know? Nice. Can I show you a pair of skates? Yes, Did please. you see these when I posted them? You sent me a picture, like, oh, yeah. right when you first got them. Yeah, the Rosie's Chapter 322s. Man, that soul plate brings me back. So, I, uh, I always, always pop into this Valley Village by my house just to, like, I gotta just try it, find, and it, there's usually not much. The best other thing I've done was the, uh, Rollerblade TRS Access that I found. Yeah. Those were $10, and I was like... Pretty it's a steal. Find. And people, I keep people trying to buy them for like eighty to a hundred, and sure, buy them, and then they like disappear and. Ah, fuck well, it. Yeah. Yeah, because they're not my size; they're huge. But I was just like, I should get them because they shouldn't disappear into the ether. You know, I should rescue them. Right. What What size are they? The TRS Access. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> these guys, check them out. <laughs> they're in great. I they're like a eight and a half condition. Uh, it says the size on the frame here. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, there's a sticker on there. Eleven always. US. Eleven US. Okay. Um, I may know somebody. Um, yes, yeah, so, because people keep here like, locally. Oh my god, this is my favorite skate. And they're in they're great condition. Like they're a little. Someone could like skated around in them. They didn't do any grinds in them at all. Yeah. So they're. uh but they're beautiful. They're, this is a beast of a skate. Anyway, wait, hang on. We gotta have the flap open as I, I, I hear oh, yeah, you gotta, the yeah. way. Always flap open. 
So you know what's funny? I I was uh where was I? So I was in Germany for a while um, when I was in the military, and when I got back from Germany, I kind of got the itch to get back into blading. So I went up to the local ski shop because I heard they had rollerblades there, and sure enough, they had like the rollerblade brand lineup, and that was it. Only rollerblade products, and on the shelf were the white TRS Alphas with the two Velcro straps. Really? And. I was like, whoa, white skates with skin on them. What is this? Like, I, I, I'd never seen anything like it before because my the last you know, modern skate that I'd seen before that was the, uh, the Solomon uh, STI teams. So tried them on, bought them on the spot, and then um, I only skated them a couple times, and they were stolen from me up at a, a Vans skate park out in Virginia. So I was like, I hate rollerblading. I quit, and that's when I, that's when I formally quit. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know that I was supposed to skate them with un, with the with the straps undone. Yeah, um, I had them all like buckled up, all tight, and everything. I you know, I didn't even know that that was a a, a fashion back then. Hey, uh, <laughs> one thing I was gonna say about these these Rosies three twenty twos is that so I was popping into that Valley Village, and this time when we popped in, I just saw them sitting there pristine on the shelf, and I'm confident that. They were put there that morning, and previous to that, they were in their box, and the box was now in the recycling, and I fucking should have gone, like, hey guys, I want the box for these, because they have, like, it has, like, the extra liners and, like, like, the whole instruction things with the original Allen key and everything, and the product manual, the... Uh, product catalog from 1997. Yeah, the 97 product catalog. Yeah, there's like the cool uh, enduro skate. Yeah, I've, I've got that little catalog. Yeah, as well. and these uh, 56 millimeter 88A Rossi's Hyper Streets wheels. Mm-hmm. They're unrolled on. They're still like, they're, they're brand brand new. Maybe someone put them on in their kitchen, roll back and forth on like some linoleum <laughs> tile. <laughs> but and it, yeah, here's the thing. That period of time. Hyper wheels. Those were that was a, a good quality stock wheel. Yeah, I mean, this is I don't know. I, I feel like I, I stumbled. So these are pristine, brand new condition. I found. I, I feel like they're they're. I don't know. I want them in like my time capsule. I'm just gonna. So I'm putting together a shelf of uh, old skateboards actually <laughs> that I'm gonna <laughs> put all my skates on nicely finally because they're just disrespected sitting in a pile in a bin down here, you know. And um, yeah. So I think these ones, uh, these ones, and the okay, I, I can't go a whole podcast without mentioning my uh, Solomon Aaron Feinberg's. <laughs> I'm gonna yep. have them right next to these. <laughs> they're your treasures. Yeah, no, but they're they're because they're both like perfect condition time capsules from their day, and both of them are, they're, they're beautiful engineering. Like these, I I never even actually heard of the three twenty twos before these ones. I had Rosie's Streets in like this time period and then uh, which I'm confident are somewhere in my parents house and I will find them now didn't the streets have the same frames as the 322 I can't remember that's Um, why I want to find them I just I I can't remember wait wait I have the original catalog right here should I just find out oh there you go yeah let's just peruse the internet so this is uh, Rosie's Spirit and Soul of Skating, 97 Innovations. So, mm-hmm. have you seen this catalog? Wait, how come this hasn't been talked about? The, uh, I never hear people about the Enduro. It had, yeah, I just, uh, I just mentioned that a second ago. That was like, a, oh, you, did? you know, the, uh, yeah, the, uh... So, Arrow Wheels, 90mm 88A. 
They look like off-road wheels. So what's their deal? It was just, um, I think the big cat got all the attention as far as the Rossi's off-road from that generation. Sure, so... Um, it's, I've it's never, like ever seen page. that skate in person. You haven't seen the Enduro in person? Never have I ever. Yeah, so it says, The three-wheel 90mm frame is specially reinforced to skate on varied terrain. <laughs> Whoa, it looks sketchy, right? Yeah. No, it's really interesting. Because, uh, yeah, you had a pair of big cats, and then that was sort of some of the first I'd sort of seen of the, the big cat, and what a, what a crazy frame. What, what if that concept was revisited? Two Here, really big ones and two smaller ones so you could be lower to the ground while still having that huge front and back. I have a sad story about the big cats. Okay. So, I, I found them on eBay. It was like... I don't know. I think it was like a, a $50, $60 deal. So I bought it. I was like, I don't care. I just want them just to have them so I could hold them. Because that's another one that I'd personally never seen up close. So I, I bought them, and they came. And I put my foot in them, and it was miserable. It was just uncomfortable and impossible to skate on. I'm sure if I had a hill, it would be great. But I live in Florida, and it's flat as anything. So that we don't have hills here. Um so I was like, I'll just never, ever use this. And I don't want to, you know, just hold on to it for the sake of it. It's just not really my thing. So I put it back on eBay. And the funniest part is that when I bought them on eBay, they were advertised as the wrong size. So I think they were advertised as like a 10, but they were really a 9. So when I got them, I'm like, oh, they're a little small to whatever. It just wasn't right. When I put them on eBay, I advertised them as the wrong size. You did it too? I don't know what it, it's like. It just it just happened. I think I was selling <laughs> more than one pair of skates that day and just kind of like not paying attention to what I was doing. So I sold them. They're cursed. And a few days go by and the guy gets them and he's like, "Hey, thanks for the skates, but they're the wrong size. So I want a refund." And I was like, ah. "So I just refunded his money." And I was like, "Don't worry about because I would have had to pay him to ship them back to me." And I was like, just keep them, give them away, find somebody who wants them. I was like, here's your money back, buddy, but good luck, I'm sorry. So I just, I, it was just a loss. And like, I never lose money on Blade deals ever. So it was like, <laughs> I had to really, really swallow that one. But yeah, it was, it was a sad story. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so I found uh, the chapter 322 and street sections of the catalog. Okay. There was a different sole plate in this photo than the ones I have here. Something Do you, are you looking at the, the longer white sole plate? Yeah. What's yeah, those were actually a better sole plate, but yeah, right? they were... It, it's still funny how they all had the, the heel raised. They couldn't figure out that you wanted just straight across. <laughs> and that one got it a little bit better. It was just longer, but it was at that awkward angle. Yeah, it still, still goes um, up, yeah. I saw I saw a pair of those soul plates for sale somewhere, and I was like, I'll just never have a use for them. So I didn't buy them, but they're so obscure, I probably should have. Um, but yeah, the ones that you have, you have, you definitely need a, a CDS heel block or just to make a ninety degree piece of plastic to bolt on there. I ha see. So the the streets here, that's exactly what I had for sure. Okay, cool. No soul plate at all, actually. 
Okay, anyway here, so let's take it back to the modern realm here. Let's talk about something that was speculative the last time we talked, but is now a reality, and I'm actually pretty stoked on, and I want them, the SX-2. Yeah. I like um, them, in theory. So, when we last spoke about SX, that was a sad story as well, because um, I... I bought sure, a, a yeah. brand new set, and I I had my brand new Grey Matter Soul here. plates, <laughs> and I had my custom Volcrease straps and my beautiful setup, and it was all great. And I put my foot in it, and it didn't fit. My right big toe was about a quarter inch too long, and no you know amount of heat molding or, or anything in the world was going to make that skate fit me comfortably. But aside from the fit, I still muscled through and tried to get a couple sessions in them and I couldn't get over the stiffness of the boot um, I literally just couldn't even but like even like loose and with different lacing right. configurations I just could not get them to flex out enough for me now is that something that would have broken in probably do I know people that skate those skates and they get low on their tricks yes I see it but for me they just felt very very stiff so I have high hopes for the SX2 and the non-carbon shell that it might provide the smallest little bit of extra flex um, for your your street skating individuals. Yeah, well, I have a, a buddy here. Whoa, crazy sound. In the greater Toronto area, Warren Hutton, good guy. He was one of the first people. So I still thought it was speculative, and then he just posted, like, picked up some new skates from Shop Cask. And I was like, the fuck? They were just the, like, all-black uh, SX-2. Like, not the, not the CJs, just the SX-2s. And I was, I was like, those look amazing! <laughs> and, and so he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, like, I, I first learned about them from your podcast with, I guess it was the one with Leon? Was the one talked about it? Uh, and, he, and then, uh, like, I just, like, called him up and he's like, yeah, now we have them. And he ordered them. So, like, he found out about this, the skate from my, from the podcast and then yes. got them, and then I found about them through him, and he found out from the podcast, and yeah, it was a trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How does he like them, though? Have you gotten any feedback on them yet? He seems like he really likes them. Definitely more flex, and, and that's also what uh, CJ was saying in his post about them, that I really like that it's a more approachable price point, because people like everything about this state, and maybe they don't need carbon fiber. I mean, it's fucking overkill, and maybe people want more... Uh, le- you know, less crazy, just more forgiving, tested, trusted plastic shell. There's nothing wrong right. with the plastic shell. They're great. It's sort of this armor around your foot, and they have this natural flex that works with their bodies. And yeah, maybe maybe there's nothing wrong with a nice plastic shell, and maybe that makes the whole Seba line sort of. Uh, it's more like a, a, a ramp into the, the product line as opposed to sort of this, this wall you run into when you try to want to pick up a pair of, like I couldn't afford to get a pair of SXs the only reason I have a pair was because Leon left a pair of his ones that he had like, so I finally I, I asked him all about them when he was here because I, when I, I talked to him about them in podcast or episode 3 when I talked to him and he, like, I yeah. couldn't remember what he really said about them but then when he was here with me in Toronto I was like I asked him all about them, and so these were his personal skates for a while, and I was like, can you, can you tell me any, any, like, tricks you did with this boot? He was like, mm, definitely a gazelle. 
he's 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 a he's a trip to be around too. He's uh, so okay. I, I did something maybe controversial. So we we spent hours and hours and hours together and just talking, and the whole thing was like I, I was almost like not like interviewing him, but it, it was a uh, unrecorded live podcast, which I know it's really just a conversation, but that's what it felt the whole time where I was just sort of grilling him and asking him all these you know biting questions I've been wanting to ask someone, and he, he has all the answers and. And then, but I didn't record any of it. It was just like, no, I want to just soak this all up and just experience this with them. And, uh, so, but then, uh, I think on like the last night we were hanging out, um, just like mid conversation and chatting about things, I just sort of put on my voice recorder that I use for recording the apps and just left it sitting there because I didn't want it to be a sit down force, like let's do a podcast together. Like, it, right. you and I really, this works great. Like, we can just like gab about stuff and it's great, but. There's something about Leon's presence that's so, like, I don't know, like, overwhelming sometimes. Like, I get like, all caught up and don't know what to say. And so I didn't want it to be a, a pressure-filled, you know, this is an interview about things. So I just sort of casually recorded some sections of us talking. And so I probably have at least, like, a half hour, maybe, like, of uh, of just, like, stuff about, yeah, a bunch of topics. And I, I just kind of wanted to capture what that moment was like and so I'm not going to post it obviously without his permission I'm going to say right. so, hey I did this just for these reasons he, he, he's so I understand he, I, I think he'll get it but if obviously I'll send it to him for approval first and uh, yeah see how he feels about it but uh, I think some of the stuff he was saying was, was interesting so he's a that'd be cool because it's a like a, a candid insight you know you, yeah, yeah real yeah. conversation he didn't you know he didn't know that it was a thing so but maybe maybe he did maybe he saw me like you know make do like put the phone down or whatever <laughs> and he just didn't acknowledge it ever he's I don't know he, he sees a lot of things yeah um, that's cool about I hope he, I hope he approves gears? so I hope he, I, pardon yeah so I, I hope he approves I hope we get to listen to yeah all to uh all uh yeah, I don't know. See how it goes. <laughs> I have, I have a, a couple actually recorded that I'm gonna kind of put together as episodes. Like, I think that would be a, a nice, like, just like small episode to put it together as a thing. And then I have one other one that was totally different format where I got together. You know, Guy Crawford. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's a really special, awesome guy, and he uh, he just hit me up one night. He was like, because we always. We, every time we're together, it's like we have a lot of fun talking, and we're always like, "Yeah, we're, we always." It's now like a, a joke where we talk about how we're gonna talk about getting together, and we never actually get together, and it's just that indefinitely. And then one night he's like, "Tom, tonight's the night we're skating for sure. It's that like we're, it's going down like because he's really he was trying to go every night for the thirty day uh, blade thing you guys are doing, and so he was really motivated. He just hopped. So he lives way in the west end. I live way in the east end. Toronto's sort of a very long linear city. And right. uh, so that's sort of a bit of a limiting factor with connecting the disparate, you know, clumps of people. But uh, anyway, so he just hopped on the subway while I did bedtime with my, my daughter, and then I got out from that, and he arrived, and then like got to meet my wife and chatted with her, and because he's like uh, taking a photo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's a uh, like, infinitely charming British guy, and so. Uh, yeah, so they, they got to meet finally, and we, we connect because, you know, we're later dads, both of us are two young ones, and so we appreciate those, those moments of getting out to, to play, and 
So we uh, we just went up for a skate around, all kinds of whatever. He just had uh, like his, his light up seventy six mil wheels, I think. Yeah. And um, they the on the shadows. Hey, pretty cool. The shadows went back. Okay, I'm gonna put that on the list. Hang on, we'll get we'll come back to that. Okay, hang on, hang on. Shadow. Okay. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah. 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 So I did that recording with a guy, and like I was just. We we got together and then uh, started skating and wound up and, like I had in my fanny pack two beers and I was like, hey, he's getting kind of heavy. You should stop at the park. <laughs> so we, we popped into this nice park and just sat down on the bench and we each had a beer and and I was just like, I just pulled out my phone and put on the recorder and we started talking and at one point he sort of you know confirmed that I was indeed recording and that this is now a you know, on-the-spot podcast, and we just started talking about things, and I scrambled to remember the, because I always have, there's a number of people who I want to do podcasts with, and so I have this list of topics built up with all of them, and so I, if I didn't have it, usually it's written down in this book I have here, you, for each episode I write down a bunch of things, and then I just sort of work through it, but I didn't have that with me, and I didn't, like, I didn't have a, a note in my phone or whatever, so I just started trying to remember all the things I always been meaning to ask Guy Crawford, this, you know, really, you know, smart, special skater that really talented and uh, thoughtful and, yeah, he, uh, and so he, he shared a lot of neat insights and then we started skating around and I was recording as we are going and we, you know, we go by some cool spots and talk about things and, and then it all ends with us back at my studio and we just sit here talking for a while and it's, but then we, we talked for a while and it was like this, like, group therapy session almost together is like we'd, we'd work through you know various problems we both have and whatever and then eventually we'd, we'd turn off the recorder and talk about like some heavier real shit and not and so it just sort of ends abruptly and <laughs> I hope uh, I hope I can put together a podcast with it <laughs> maybe you can do like a, a part two you know like another next time you guys get together do like a little part two just to pick it up and yeah. then you know top off the, the conversation and close it out you know yeah for sure Oh, wait. That's a, I mean, that's a cool... Uh, I think if you plan ahead for, you know, for sessions and kind of hangout meetings like that, you could probably put together some really cool stuff because sometimes those conversations are more organic, you know? So you might you might find some gold in that, for sure. Yeah. Okay, wait. Uh, let's talk about something related to you and Sean Smith your Conjure Wheels project going on? Well, it's super, super top secret, but we'll just say that Man, this will come out for are... a while. Like, I'm, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna be sitting on this okay, for a cool. minute. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I just, my heart just this dropped. This won't be, like, way. breaking news. <laughs> no, so, basically, um, you know, it's something that everybody's always talked about. It wouldn't be cool if we made our own wheel. Um, Sean and I have been talking about it for a long time and, you know, the conversation started just like it does with everybody else. Like, wouldn't it be cool? And yeah, sure. It would be cool, but it's not really feasible and it doesn't make sense. Now, fast forward a few years where we have the, you know, the, I'm not even going to call it a brand. It's just a, it's a, a project between a, you know, couple friends, but we have the, the, the delivery method to, to have a, a product and to get it out to, to our friends and the people out there in the blade community. Um, so that in itself made it slightly more realistic. Um, now the conversation, because it was more realistic was like, yeah, it would be cool, but you know, 
who do we get to pour it and how money do we have to buy and what's the expense going to be and you know all the logistics behind it so you kind of like it's one of those things where you talk yourself out of it before you do it um if you you know if you think back to like you know like last time we spoke sean and i were both using the the kryptonics uh those old stock mid-90s kryptonics little rocks wheels which were 57 millimeter 96a so they were basically anti-rockers from back in the mid-90s um you know that people use in various flat setups or with huge jumbo fat outer wheels um sean used them flat and then i was using them in my aeons to do a slight rocker setup from uh shops over in europe but they're gone we we basically bought the last of them and a couple people we know that knew we bought them bought some some of that stock so they're literally gone gone now there are others there's some other kryptonics wheels from the same generation that have the same hardness and probably the same urethane um i know kelso skates those specifically and there's a couple other bladers that that will only skate those but they're pretty much just gone not available so if you have them you have them if you don't you're probably not going to get them that kind of got us talking more about like a perfect flat wheel and a, you know now is the time it's 2017 is is the year of bringing flat skating back and you know we're seeing more products based it around is. that uh, and but we don't see a lot of wheels that are really meant to facilitate that style of skating there are plenty of 55 to 59 millimeter wheels that will work in several different frames um and you know different profiles but in order to have a a, and this is just preference and that's i'm gonna i'll get back to preference um i like skating flat but i like skating flat with hard slippy wheels um because what you achieve is a couple things one you have a wheel that is great out in the street because it's it's hard and it's durable and that's whatever you have a a ride um so the wheels interact with the ground a certain way so you have increased grip because you have four wheels versus two wheels in anti-rocker configuration but because you have more surface area and those wheels develop a little bit of rocker as you as you break them in you get a little bit of uh you know, more surface area, but a little bit more ability for those wheels to scoot around and slide a little bit. If you combine that with the harder urethane, you get a, a wheel that's just kind of fun for doing little power slides and set slides. And also cool that you have a wheel that is going to give you slightly less wheel bite. Um, you know, if you have an 87A and 88A wheel in the middle, doesn't matter you're you're going to catch it every once in a while you're going to hit that back royale and just you know do a, a, a launch forward because one of those wheels wait, 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 bit on hang on hang on hang on hang on okay this is something i i, I brought up with leon and he was like yeah what okay the joey keeps saying you know the great thing about the the mushroom blading wheel is that it's softer so it slides better i thought you guys, everybody keeps saying it's harder so it slides better. It can only be one of the two. <laughs> Which one is it? I'm not, not, not nice. criticizing Joey. Like, maybe they do slide great. I, I just, it has to be, which, which one's the answer? So, I think it has to do, I think it depends on 
the size of the wheel and the profile of the wheel and the matter in which it's skated. Um, if you have a, uh, what I, because I've thought about this and I, I watched Joey skate. And if anybody knows about sliding right now in our community, it's him. He's he's drifting over the humps and he's he's I love he's got thing. it down he's to an art. And That's I watch good. I watch him to learn how he slides. I'm looking at the the angles to which he's approaching the slides and the angle of his boot and how he's going into it and coming out of it because personally I really really want to learn that style of skating right now at this point in my life so then the next thing I looked at was the the wheels that are out there that are designed specifically for guys that are into the sliding drifting stuff the FSK you know the Europeans and Asians that they do that as sport and there's the like the power slide Defcon wheel it's a, it is, it's a soft wheel. It's like a, I think it's like an 85, 86A wheel. But also, what, but are they, has, what surface are they on? What kind of what? What surface are they on? I saw one I mean, day doing crazy slides on this like, like rubberized mat. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're, I mean, when you look at like the edits and all of that, they're on like polished concrete. Yeah. Um, super slick. But if you look at the wheels, though, even the ones that are designed, so I think um, Flying Eagle produced a sliding wheel, and like I said, the Power Slide Defcon, it's a, the wheel actually has like a texture to it, and I asked somebody that's into sliding, well, what's that texture about? And they said that once you start sliding, you actually break, break in the wheel a little bit on all the surfaces, and a broken-in wheel will slide better than like fresh urethane, like that glossy, right. fresh finish. So I think they're they're designed to be like pre-broken in. But if it when it comes to a smaller diameter wheel, so think a, a 57, 58 millimeter wheel, if you have a an 88A and a 94A wheel side by side and you charge it some concrete and go for a power slide, that 94A wheel is getting even more of a slide than that than that 88A or you know softer wheel. Even though I guess maybe both slide nice, quote unquote. Yes. Um, so, you know, if we were if we were talking about a, a big, you know, hundred millimeter wheel, hundred twenty five millimeter wheel for the purpose of sliding, I would have to do a lot more research, and we'll talk about that because I'm that's something I'm getting into now, and I've been doing lately, and I'm very excited. Right. About. Okay. So you've been. Uh, what's your other What's your other skate dead sitting there? So. You've seen the photos and the, the setup photos of my Power Slide Swell 125s with the Trinity mounting system. Right, never tried to. And they, it's a really, really cool skate. Um, at first, my first impression was that it, it the boot fit well and they were comfortable. And I, I thought for sure that when I put them on and started skating that I was going to feel like I was like, falling over like I just didn't think I was gonna be able to find my balance just based on the the height of the yeah, height like. of my foot off the ground um so when I put them on and started rolling around the the skate felt way more natural than I had anticipated um now I attribute that to two things um one the boot being lower and the the trinity system um without kind of getting into too much information 
gets your wheels about a half, just about a half inch closer to your foot. So this boot sits just about a half inch lower yeah, than my. I, like, I love how it, it looks like the boot is like tucked into the wheels. It, I mean, it, it is. Is it's that wheel is in, right in there. It's, it's in it. Yeah, he is, he is showing it to the camera for go. the listeners. So. I mean, there's like millimeters between your foot and the top of that wheel. So that alone is, is bringing the boot a little bit closer to earth. And then the, I don't want to get into tri-wheel versus or, you know, everything else, but the wheelbase feels like everything I've already been skating recently. Right. Um, so turning and crossovers, all of that just feels like a natural skate. Um, you know, have I clipped my wheels? Yeah. Have I ate shit a couple times? Yep. But I've done that on other skates, and I've done that on my wish frames, you know, even today. Clipped them a little bit, just, you know, not, not really remembering where the where the front and back limits were. Um, so that was become my, my first impression. Um, but I was, I felt like I was like, a little bit stuck to the ground at first. They they were perfectly flat. The frames don't have any rocker right. to them. So I felt a little bit sluggish in my skating. Now the skates move with ze- no resistance. I mean, like you could, you know, a, a breeze could catch me, and I'm gonna just gonna blow all the way down the street because there's those wheels will just roll over everything, and you know the nature of you know the, the physics of a large wheel versus a smaller wheel. Um, there's less rolling resistance. But the actual act of pushing my body and making the skates go, I felt a little bit sluggish. So as I broke in the skates and I made a few changes to them, one, the, the stock footbeds were just squishy foam and it didn't, it wasn't doing anything for the skates. So I, I sprung for the nice pair of super feet, carbon hockey footbeds, um, which are just really super thin and um, have a nice heel and middle structure to them which kind of helps plant you to the skate more effectively and then the addition of long hockey laces and um i got the the shortest hockey laces i could find at the local hockey shop i have a hockey arena half mile from the house and i think they were like you know 76 inch or whatever length short hockey laces are and the laces were so long that i couldn't really wrap them around the cuff effectively but the bottom of the boot has this really nice little oh yeah see there little heel cup where the lace perfectly tucks underneath that and just gives you that like that power strap lock in so between the the hockey waxed laces really really gripping the top of your foot and then wrapping under the heel getting that that good lock down into the boot and then figuring out that if i just crank the buckles as tight as they'll go there's no flex in that skate. Like, I am absolutely, it's just my leg and wheels. There's nothing right. <laughs> there's nothing else there. It's just like, I, I move my leg, and I point my, my foot where I want my foot to go, and it just, the wheels just go where I need them to go. So I, I, I figured out a better connection from me to the wheels, with the, with the, the laces especially. So... I started skating them more and more, and I started uh, even at lunch. You know, like lunch, I take lunch at work, and instead of you know sitting around or working out in the gym, I just strap on my skates. And there's a, a bike path, you know, not too far from from the club, so it's two miles to the end, two miles back. So a nice four mile skate, which I knock out in you know twenty or so minutes, and 
I feel good. I got my skate in. I got a little bit of exercise. Yeah, it's nice sure. out. It, I, I come back feeling better than, than Dude, I felt. Did you to dip into getting to feel the superpowers of rollerblades? I, I, it's, I, will, I will forever love that. I, I, I only need that. Everything else is, is this wonderful bonus on top of that. But if I can just skate around, I'm good for life. I'm so happy to have it. So, so I started putting more and more miles on these skates and breaking them in. And by breaking them in, I mean like the boot. It's it's very dense foam. It's kind of like a, a USD carbon foam on the inside, maybe slightly softer through the cuff. Um, but the way the boot fits and the cuff fits and the upper section fits, it there's no movement, especially with how tight I lace them and how tight yeah. I, I strap the cuffs. So it's there's no like rubbing or friction. It just feels really really comfy. And I just wear regular you know tube socks with them. Um, but as the wheels started to break in, I started to get a little bit of rocker, and it really started to oh, yeah. give okay. me some so more maneuverability. Ask, they felt really planted before, but now they're they're a bit more swishy swishy. Yes, but. The wheels still felt very, very soft. And I'm talking about the stock wheels. So I decided to buy the Undercover Python, uh, so the 125-88A. Uh, it's the same profile as the stock wheel. I think 125, you can only get the you know the speed profile, or the bullet profile, whatever they call it. Um, but it's a harder better quality urethane so instead of the chinese urethane um you know that stock stuff comes with this is the nice undercover by matter poured in southern california good super urethane they call it um and it feels much much different it's um i thought i was going to compromise on grip a little bit and they grip nice and they are much much faster though so I've had a few opportunities to to rip in them so far, and I can't wait to break them in because they're not even like I, I barely worn through the the lines on them yet. Um, yeah. They're they're pretty much just still brand new. Um, so I'm going to try and get out at lunch a couple times and get some more miles in. Um, but I, mean, I got it. I say I only just finally got a bit of uh, a cone on my my wizard setup. The just the stock Seba wheels that came on them. And yeah. I, I was like, it is the faintest bit of wear. <laughs> like, cause I, I just I don't I don't use them that much because I don't know I, I don't have a ton of chances to skate, and if I get to skate, I just love putting on the aeons and just yeah. skating around and dorking around and hitting whatever. I don't get to have really intense sessions that much. It, it's kind of rare, and so usually it's just. I want to just go out and just extract some enjoyment from my neighborhood wearing the skates, and they feel wonderful to skate around on. I've been really working on parallel slides and uh, magic slides. Did you try those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm getting those going, and the my so these are the, the stock wheels from these, I think, and they're finally uh, like oh wow yeah you see like the, the slide marks there because well yeah I've been just going for it lately and. So, Skates are finally getting nice and marked up and <laughs> having fun with them. I, I just switched back to uh, a buckle on the... So I've got the SX cuff on the Aeon shell. And um, the straps I had there were just so beat up. And I, I just don't have time to make a new set of straps. And I just right. had buckles laying around. Like, like these are actually, I think, buckles from my the white Aeons on mm-hmm. the SX cuff. Because I couldn't like, yeah. find one of the SX metal buckles. I, I only had one of them. 
I don't know what, I'm sure the other one is just like under some shit in my super cluttered studio here. Um, so I only find one, so I, I had one, I just put these on. Um, they, they're working fine, and they feel actually really good. And because, oh yeah, so I was saying I have the, the Lomax liners in my hands right now because I can last a bit longer, but I way preferred skating with the intuitions because the skate feels so much more precise and just locked onto my foot, like this high-tech piece of thing on my foot. Uh, similar yeah. to what you're talking about, about just sort of solid connection with the the, the, the Lomax liner. It's this sloppy connection. My foot, my skate kind of dabs around. But with yeah, the, you can the feel that there's something like, in between your skate and your, and your foot. Yeah. So, uh, while I can last longer, I enjoy it less. <laughs> yeah. So, what do I want to go back to? Okay, so... Back last year, or maybe the year before, I um, I came across a pair of the Kaiser Advanced frames, the 80 millimeter frames. Um, they were the clear ones. Somebody was like, "Well, I'm scared to skate them; they might crack." So I, I got a really good deal on them, and I got some of the Go Project 80 millimeter wheels, and I put them on my Isler boots. And I downtown Orlando is like a field day of huge parking garages and all different kinds of parking garages and i'm talking like four story to six story some of them are left hand turn some of them are right hand turn <laughs> yeah. some of them are narrow some of them are wide some of them have cars some of them don't and i found this i found a few really fun ones but there's this one garage right by it's called lake eola it's like this the central lake in orlando it's kind of like the the picture that everybody sees of downtown Orlando and right adjacent to the the big lake there's this perfect perfect parking garage and by perfect i mean it's it's about four stories tall and you you can walk right into it this, the doors are locked but they literally just walk past the bars at the bottom of the garage yeah. and you walk up to the top so it's kind of my my ritual i walk in and i walk up the whole thing i don't take the stairs i just i walk the whole thing so i can inspect the, the sure, ground sure. and make sure yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. puddles or you know debris or anything and it's just kind of like you get hyped up as you're climbing up climbing uh-huh. up climbing up and then you get to the top so i i, I found that garage actually a couple of years ago when i was waiting for some people to show up and just skate around downtown we were just going to bop around a little bit so I, I did a couple runs there and then i took them up and i was like you guys got to come do this this hill run with me so when i got these 125s um recently i was like oh man i want to go try that garage again so did you? i went i went back and i um it, we were sitting here at night and it, you know it was, i'm doing my 30-day blade we can get into that and my wife's like, well, where are you going to skate today? Because it's like, that's the hardest part is where are you going to skate every day? Because we it rains every day here this time of year, and it's just, it's always a struggle. So it, it had been raining a little bit, and the sun was getting ready to go down. I was like, get in the car. We're going somewhere. So we live kind of like a couple towns over from like downtown Orlando now. So we're about a 10, 15 minute drive. And I didn't tell where we were going. I was like, just come on. It's a mission. Just come with me. Come with me. So we go, we park right next to it and walk upstairs. And by then I tell her what we were doing. And I don't know if she was really into it, but she came with me. She walked all the way to the top and looked around a little bit. <laughs> Honey, get excited and, uh, as we walk up. Fuck. <laughs> so I, I, you know, set up my, my GoPro and everything. And she, I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go down. So you can just go to the stairwell and meet me downstairs. So she went down to like the, not the bottom floor, but the first floor and kind of waited for me and watched me zoom by. And it was in 
insane. It was so fast. I'm, I don't know if it was the fastest I've ever been on rollerblades because I've done some stupid sketching and some some straight line downhills as a kid that yeah. must have been you know 30 miles an hour plus. But as soon as you start down the deck on the top on the t- on the top deck, it's like you're already booking fast, fast. Yeah. And the garage is super wide, so when you take a, a corner from one floor to the next, you have probably a good 100, 150 foot radius of corner that you can go around and you can really, really spread out and get into it. And you can go wide if you want to slow it down or you can cut it close if you really want to, you know, keep your speed, you know, because that part's flat ground. And uh, so it was one and done. I did one, one run and I was sweating by the time I got to the bottom. And here's the cool thing from top to bottom at full speed, it's only a 60 second run, but 60 (laughs) seconds, that's like, longer than like the coolest roller coaster so i'm like wow it's a full minute of just like i don't have to put in any effort other than keeping my body stable and not dying (laughs) um so i and that was on the stock wheels and as i was going down i could actually hear the wheels like melting like it was just like if you go back to the instagram video i posted last week you can hear the wheels just evaporating and for sure they wore down so this past weekend, um, Sunday morning, my, my buddy Kyle was like, hey, let's go skate. And there was nothing really to skate, and it looked like it was going to rain. So I was like, put your power blade frames on your skates. I'm going to be there. I'm going to pick you up in a couple minutes. So I zooped over there, scooped him up, and he's like, where are we going? And I was like, parking garage. And this guy has done downhill skating. He's a hockey skater, and now he does aggressive. But he's never really been into you know big wheel downhill craziness. So I <laughs> get him up to the top of the garage and he's looking at my skates and he's like, I don't even want to look at your skates. They're so intimidating. And uh, I'm like, don't worry, man, we'll be good. So cameraed up, gave him a high five. I'm like, all right, man, we got this. So I took off and then like he was, I just left him way behind. He was, I think he was kind of pizza stopping and carving to keep himself slow because it was his first time on it. So he didn't yeah. really know what to expect, but I just let it rip and I didn't, I slowed myself down at the first corner, but it was it blew my mind how much fun it was and how fast I was going. And that was with a backpack on full of gear. I had like a tripod. How, with me and all my uh, how many cars are in this garage? In the total garage, there may have been two or three cars. Okay. It's awesome. So it's so not a consideration. When I'm, you know, like there's other garages that we go in where we, where you, you fly around the corner and you're like just on people's bumpers. But yeah. this one, it is freaking wide open. So it's just perfect. Perfect. It's absolutely ideal. And the concrete, is beautifully smooth. It's just enough texture to get your grip. It's not like polished concrete. Yeah. And there's no sand. There's no debris. There's a couple, like, metal drainage grates that you have to kind of jump over. But so now it's like all I can think about is going back to this garage <laughs> and doing it again, doing it again. And what I'm thinking about, like, You're I look at it. Well, it's like it's such a good resource. It's like, I, you know, I'm in Florida. I don't have hills to, to ski on or snowboard sure. or anything. Like so this is the, they're just these perfect natural hills that you can go really, really, really fast on. And especially this garage, cause it's no bust factor. Like I've never been busted there. I don't hang out there all day. I usually do one or two, maybe three runs and then get out while we're still ahead. Um, but now I want to like, I want to put the camera down and take the backpack off and put on some gloves and put on a helmet and really, really see what I can do. Um, you know, the 
especially with these with these wheels and frames, like 125 millimeters, which I don't know if anybody out there is doing downhill bombing 125s, but you can get your skate almost completely horizontal, and you're not washing out. I still have urethane on the ground, and I'm not bombing yeah, out. That, that's one and really then, interesting thing about them. So I see that there's guys out there with, like, the hand puck sliders, you know, like the longboard dudes, yeah. and, like, I'm like, what is the limit to the, what, what can I really, really do? How fast can I get down this garage? So now I want to go there and, you know, I'll set up some tripods or whatever just so I can film it for my own sake and, you know, put it on Instagram. But I really want to see, like, what I can do and, and get better at it. And I'm sure there's some technique to it that I, that I have to learn. And I tried watching some YouTube videos, but a lot of it's really cheesy stuff or, like, big mountain downhill runs where they're not really doing that much. They're just kind of just cruising. Um, but this is such a unique environment because you're you're going really really fast, and then you have to go around a turn and go 180 degrees back in the other direction. Hey, can I suggest something? Yes. So I know that in Toronto, at least, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's also in the Greater Orlando area. There is a website that the longboarders use with cataloged all of the parking garages, and they all have names like whatever this Twister, Snake, or whatever the fuck, and and so they, they all they all like show up and they. they Sometimes there's elevators, and they even like they'll say if it has it, and so you just ride to the top and like Bee! do the whole runs down, then right back up. And I found a couple Facebook groups of um, you know, like Orlando Longboard Club and Central Florida Longboard Crew, and it's they're like there's a bunch of people, but they're completely inactive pages. So I'm like, hey guys, I'm a rollerblader. Sorry, but you know maybe I can come sesh with you guys sometime, and no responses. Like nobody even saw my post. So. I feel like longboarding as a concept is so generic that the, a bunch of people just sign up and they don't really give a shit about it. Yeah. So anyway, Unlike that's us, like, we're all I, hardcore rollerbladers. I, um... You know, and then I start thinking about, like, setups. I'm like, well, you know, if you look at, like, the traditional downhill skaters, especially the fast downhill stuff, they're using either long four-wheel frames or five-wheel frames so they can really slalom and then get those good drifts to break. I don't think those setups would work in a garage because I have to be able to take sharper turns to not die. Um, so, I don't know, but I, I just want to, I really want to get into it. I think it's, like, I don't see anybody doing it. And none of my friends want to do it with me for the most part, but I think I'm going to just go, like, with a stopwatch and, like, have my first, you know, like, line on the ground. When I pass that, I hit, I turn it on, and when I pass the line at the end, I turn it off and just see if I can improve my time and what I can really do with it. I've been thinking that a parking garage would be a fun blading event. I, I think once, if I can get some more people into it, I would love to do, like, one-on-one -on -one races or even just timed races. Like, you know, one person go and then you wait, you know, 30 seconds and the next person go and just kind of race for time and, and you know, see, see yeah, who can time do the fastest. Yeah, so I think it would be cool. Okay, let's uh, talk about that, talk about that. Do you want to talk about Shadow or Wish? Let's talk about Wish first because... Yeah. I'm looking at him. Um, I so I've been I, I keep circling uh, with with Cletus. We're gonna do one of these. I just uh, I've been too busy to do with them. And then when I finally had a moment, where I was ready to do one. You and I have been chatting anyways, and then like all this USD stuff dropped, and I was like, "Well, let's just do one," you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He um he actually messaged me tonight. He was like, "What do you think about those soul plates?" <laughs> oh really? Yeah, that was pretty funny. He, I, um, I, I really, really respect all that he's done with uh, Wish. It's really awesome. I'd never, I, you know, I, 
we've been Facebook friends for a few years. We never talked. Um, you know, I follow him on Instagram, and you know, I was familiar with the project as he was working on it, but I never really had a chance to talk to him. Once I received the frames and put them on my skates and skated them a couple times, I sent him a message just out of nowhere, and I was like, thank you. Just thank you for what you did, because um, I was like, I know it wasn't easy. Um, you know, and I, I helped design a project that didn't really even make it to manufacturing. You saw it from, from a thought to, you know, there's a couple hundred people out there skating your frames right now. And it took a lot of time, and I mean, I don't know how many hours of his life he, he gave up for that, and I know it took a lot of money because that stuff is not cheap, um, and a lot of headaches and frustration and all of that, and he stuck with it and did it, and he got you know some good people to, to work with him, so I was like, just thank you for doing that, and... And, you know, and that was when I had only skated them a few times, so I was like, yeah, they're really cool, they're great. Like, I'm skating flat or even rockered right now with big honking wheels comparative to what I normally skate, and I'm grinding everything, and I have not had wheel bite once. And to this day, I'm on them for several weeks now, I have not had wheel bite one single time. And I'm skating flat ledges, ramps, everything, and... Um, I still get, I get bite all the time on my ands, even though they're ideal, just they suck, and I'm, like, standing up on my grinds. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, it's just, um, you just gotta get used to it. I know, I, I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning, man, I'm new. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, I really think with, 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 with the issue with Wish is, it's, uh, the most special frame right now, for sure, to me. So, it and... The uh, symmetrics frame. I, I, I still, I still really think uh, if I were to buy a frame right now, it would be the symmetrics, just that that's what I want. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I, I actually like. I, I haven't tried them yet. Sean has a brand new pair that I, I don't even think he's scratched them yet. Maybe he's hit them once or twice. Um, so eventually, when we get into some wheel testing, that's one of the one of the frames I want to test wheels on, and. Uh, Oh yeah, we just we completely got off that subject. <laughs> okay, we'll go back to it. Um, but um, yeah, so he's like he's impressed with them. He's like they are very very well made and they, they feel good and they look good on the skate. I just I haven't had you know any chance to really really experience them yet. Um, but the everything about the wish frame, um, the. The slightest hang-up that I had in the beginning was just the height of the frame. And by height, I don't mean how high my foot is off the ground, but the the distance, or the, the angle to which I had to bend my ankle to be in a Royale or, or, or Favre um, was, I'd say it's um, the, the, the H block sits, you know, maybe a quarter inch closer to the ground so I have to lean over a little bit more I had like the like a one session adjustment period for that where I had to get the hang of it because um, I do a bunch of H, you know I do a lot of farves and, and stuff well um, and but once I got the hang from of the it, Aeon which is the lowest skate possible right I mean that's yeah you're you you know sneeze and you're on your your Royale groove on those skates Hey, it's so wide so, for me. <laughs> once I got the hang of the angle of it, I don't even like feel that anymore. It's just the the wheelbase and you know having those wheels out in front and behind of the skate like that. Like people are like, oh man, they're so long, but aren't they too long? It's like just that little bit, and you know you're skating wizards, so you just being able to lean into your toes and fall back on your heels, just that little bit gives you 
just a little bit of extra like feeling when you're skate where you can really just feel it and get into it and I think as I'm it's changing the way I'm skating right now and um yeah I'm not good like I'm I'm, I'm a crappy skater I, I I fall on almost every trick and I'm all over the place and you know I get a couple things here and there but I feel myself improving uh these last few weeks now it probably has something to do with the fact that I'm skating every single day and I'm strengthening my muscles and improving my my comfort level and my own balance but I think that something about the the configuration of the frames and how they interact with the, that specific boot setup that I'm working with it just it's making me skate better which is a really really cool feeling because I've had a lot of setups that I got like that was just crap like I, I just couldn't get the hang of it and I was moving backwards <laughs> And, you know, like the, the eternal blade crisis that, you know, lasted me a few years. Like, I'm, I'm out of it now. Like, I feel like I'm, like, in Are light. you? Like, Are you? <laughs> okay. So, last we spoke, I said that the Aeon was the best skate I've ever skated. Mm-hmm. And it Go still on. is. It's okay. everything about it. You know, like, and I changed a lot. I changed the liners and the cuffs and the wheels and the bearings and the straps and the laces and all the components, but the shell itself and the sole and the frames, which is what the Aeon is, are just absolutely magical. They nailed it. They, they did it just right, and it feels really, really good. The only gripe I had with it was that it was either an 8 shell that was mashing the top of my toes a little bit, or I had to go to a nine ten shell, which I couldn't skate. I would just be swimming in them. So for fitment reasons alone and the ability to skate more than a couple hours without my feet falling asleep or you know bruising up and and falling off the usd7 shell fits perfectly and i you know and i'm a i'm a true 10 i wear 10 shoes most of my shoes are 10 and a half i'm stuffed down into the size 8 skate and it looks small and it but it just the, the inside of that shell is very close to the shape of my foot and I have zero pressure points and that shell combined with the really, really, really good uh, MyFit crown liners, comfort-wise, I've, I have not felt a... So how, did you, how did you decide to go to that shell size, though? It, I just, you know, a lot of uh, talking to people I know. Sean had a pair of them and our friend Mikey had a pair of them and um, usually Sean and I are pretty close skate wise as far as sizing goes. So he's like, no, that'll work. That won't work. And he kind of gives me tips when I have questions. Um, so I just, I had a feeling and then plus the whole new sizing, they, they switched up and now it's a little bit more based on the European sizing. So I measured my foot in millimeters and I compared it to the USD side or the power slide size charts. And, you know, the liners are right. The shells are right. So it just fits. Um, the, the sole plate to me feels very, very close to the 2.0 soles. And when I was skating the gray Isler's, I went through a few pairs of those. My favorite soles that I had on them before the gray matter soles were my modded 2.0 soles. I kind of shaved them all down to completely flat. And I liked the plastic. I liked the shape. I liked the, the, the location of the Royale groove. I liked the negative side because I really like doing my negative grinds. So I, I was super, super comfortable on that, on that sole as far as how it, how it felt on grinds. And the seven soles are pretty much the same dimensions overall. Um, you know, super wide 
beefy and just a big fat groove like that groove is like the perfect match to the big wish groove yeah yeah so it just it it just makes sense for my skating so now i have to say that my favorite skate that i've ever skated as far as how you know like the skate that i've enjoyed skating the most is the setup that i'm on right now Mm. which is crazy to say because honestly if you were to ask me 12 months ago would I ever own a pair of USD-7s? I'd say, no, they're ugly as shit. They're, like, literally the boringest, most plain. Like, there's nothing to it. It's just, like, a, a smooth shell with no details. And they look especially goofy in their stock configurations with the, you know, like, the green ones with the white soles and the gold details yeah. and the shitty liners and the Kaiser frames that I don't really love. They just don't look great stock. But, like, this that skate is- to me just, like, looks like, it's just freaking yeah, it looks great. metal like I love the way it looks I like the way it looks on my foot like you know when I'm skating I look down at my feet I'm like yeah okay okay good. so let me say uh, I what it looks what I see when I look down is one of the most important things and so the absolute by far most comfortable skate I've ever skated was my Valo light shell with the intuition liners I could wear them forever it's the most comfortable thing possible and it's just like super tiny shells like a six and a half seven or something like that and they fit perfectly, but when I look down at them, I see some idiotic cartoon of a shoe. Oh my god! And I, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I. So a few weeks ago, I was at a. It was like a Friday night sesh at this. This is uh, like outdoor concrete park in Orlando called Orlando Skate Park, and it's got this beautiful bowl and it's you know it's like really skateboard based but it's a it's just a nice park to cruise around on and as soon as i got there i broke my buckle and you know going to my skate bag which normally has infinite amount of parts but i'm the guy that like if anybody ever breaks anything i'm like here you go man i got you i got your cuff bolts i've got your 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 you know whatever i just i always keep stock of parts so that when somebody breaks down i get them rolling again and I, you know, I don't sell that stuff i just say here take it and I just, I, you know, like I've had piles of buckles laying around for the last couple of years, but I guess I've given them all away because I didn't have any. And uh, so the session was over. I was like, all right, guys, well, that's it for me. And my buddy had his uh, brand new Volo uh, uh, JJs, the Black Hemp's. And, you know, they're the plastic shell, but he has them toe and bridge cut so that I could fit into them. And... They're the, you know, they're the right size, they're a smaller size, so they fit, you know, relatively snug compared to the size of my foot, but, like, I just felt like I was, like, flopping around in plastic, like, kind of, you know, like a, like a little kid, like, wearing their dad's shoes, like, plop, 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 just, like, plopping around. I felt so disconnected from the skate, and... I looked down and I was like, oh my God, that's hideous. Like, and they were like, those look weird on you. Those look really huge. Cause I, you know, I've been skating Aeons, which are sleek and slender and size yeah. eight. So they're like children's skates. They look basically. like a sports car, the Aeons. Yeah. And I just, I like, I don't know, man. Like all the people that I know that are really, really good Volo skaters, I'm accustomed to seeing them with that shape of skate on their foot and they make it work. It just, it, it works for them. I don't think I can do it. And, you know, maybe I could put on some V13s and, and do things, but something about a skinned Volo, um, I can't do it. And well, so you know, where I'm at is I want to, I'm going to, I'm so desperate to have that comfortable skate that I, I want to, here, I have uh, this guy here. This is my, 
Aeon frame uh, that I want to, and then I want to carve down the the Vala two piece soul plate, and then make a new skin for the Vala light shell. And I think that, uh, but like that's a bunch of work. And then what if I have to do that again a bunch of times? And I don't want to use this this uh, the Aeon shell uh, Aeon frame. Sorry, is it's kind of like more of a joke than anything else. It was just you know end result of too much chopping and whatever. But wait, actually, hang on. Quick transition. Uh, in that, that Power Slide catalog, there was a Kaiser frame that, I was like, oh, I don't hear anybody talking about these, these frames. Uh, I don't have the thing in front of me. Um, it, the frame had similar shape to, like, an Aeon frame, but it was, like, a something-something part two. Like, it was, like, the second time that that frame has been made. Can you, uh... Hold on. No, I don't know. I, was it, like, in the accessories? Did you look accessories? at that part of the catalog? I'm trying to in the, like, up. where it showed all the just different, like, aggressive frames and accessories? Yeah, where, where would I find that, 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 uh, the catalog? Hold on. Are, do you have the catalog or now? No. Oh, here, let me send it to you really quick. Just okay. one moment while I... Okay, wait, share. actually, I'm gonna run in and, uh, grab some water. Okay, man. I'll just leave this running. Uh, hang out. Oh yeah. Yep, I'll I'll find this. Yeah. And I'll I'll zap it over to you. This can be some rub time. Hello. Hey. Okay, so I I just sent it to you. It takes a minute to load when you when you pull it up. So I'm scrolling down to Hey, uh, let me just say, thanks for being my first repeat guest on the Spellcaster <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's my pleasure, man. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. You were, uh, you and Sean, those first two days, two days in a row, we kicked off the whole, uh, whole thing. Now, uh... Yeah, that was super fun. Now I'm, I'm... And we don't have, like, the wave in the background either, like the <laughs> yeah. sound, you know? I don't know what that was. I think I think that was just my volume too high or something. I don't know. It's probably my fault. Uh, my phone's trying to load it. I think. Yeah, it's slow. It takes a minute. So I'm looking at the frames here. Well, like one of the first ones, I think. Okay, wait. Now I'm looking at it too. Frames are down on page 63. Oh boy, 63? Seriously? I'm on 10 of 76, okay? They, how can they possibly have this many skews? I don't get it's it. It's crazy, right? The, the scope power slide is... No, actually, how is it profitable? Like, what, couldn't they cut it down to like 10 skates, basically? <laughs> Here's our fitness one. Here's our trick one. <laughs> This is crazy. Ah, yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm only on page 32. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, you've got, like, so okay, much. Okay, wait, we didn't talk about this yet. The colored aeons. Thoughts? It's cool. Um, here's what's, like, weird about that for me. All those skates that these are, you know, throwback versions of occurred when I wasn't skating. Um, you know, it was in my the classic. Right, so they're not special to you. No, I have no connection to them at all. Same. Um... <laughs> Like, do I like them? Yeah, like, like, did I pick out which one I like the best? Yes. Which one? But, um, which what's one? the one? The black and gold one, for sure. I'm looking at it right now, yeah, the Pianowski? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It's cool. It it's rat, funny, like the I... the Huey one is one that he like he painted his like that, didn't he? And then they wound up making it. I don't know if he. I mean, I, I remember seeing like several of these were photoshopped when Aeons first came out. So I mean, like, wouldn't it be cool if they did these? So, um, I don't know how much of this was done by you know people on their own. Um, I did just you, don't. Did you notice that uh, between the um, the Richard and? The Huey, for example, the the sole plate line is different. It cuts up on the toe on the Richard. Yeah, but I think that's just how they like painted it. No, no, I know, I know. Color. I mean, they they chose that they chose that line in the mold for where the color goes, as opposed to a different line on the other ones. Yeah, I I, I didn't really pick up on the fact that they did it differently. Well, look at it, you can see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I like the uh, I like the Billies. I think they look sick. Yeah, the billies are cool, so too. So was that gray plastic with black paint, then? Or black plastic with gray paint? Well, was his skate a white skate? It might be black and white. What does it say? I don't know. It doesn't specify. It doesn't specify. Okay, uh, well, I, wait, wait, Shadow, I haven't, uh, so they, they changed the spelling. That's good? Yep, they changed, they changed the spelling. Oh, wait, so they just um, have that, that picture, they don't actually show it? That's it. No, they, they don't show it. This oh, is all you get is this little okay, obscure Okay, we didn't mention the, the 80 Aeon. No one's really talked about that much. What do you think? Oh, um, yeah, I want them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're sick, cool. but they're going to be so fun. The What's interesting, if you look, there's, you know, they it's absent of H-Block for the most part. It has one. Obviously. Well, yeah, it's there. But, but I mean, I don't care about like, that. I want them just to skate around it, but they're super fun to skate around in. So solid, just fast and... Yeah, there's probably, I mean, I, I'm sure there's not another 80 millimeter setup that the wheel is as close to your foot. Well, I didn't even notice this, uh, the Aeon, just Aeon 60, I don't know, it didn't say what it is, the, uh, sort of, I don't know if it's white or gray base with the black top. Yeah, that black and white two-tone, those are cool. That's probably, like, if I had to pick any of these new Aeons, aside from the 80s, but the 60 millimeter Aeons, honestly, I'd probably go for those, just the team black and white okay wait so we're I don't know a couple hours into this and we have not yet talked about the uh the FS FSK <laughs> I'm looking at it now yeah uh, so the, okay, holy shit just in general that they did it just holy shit and then yeah and then like a ton of thoughts but like fucking oh that's so cool but go on yeah yeah I mean it's a it was a really really good good shell back then um I never understood why they went to UFS with it, other than the fact that, you know, they, it was around, probably came from around the same period of time where they were originating UFS, um, but just the, the shell itself, um, I bought my wife a pair, and I think they're slightly too big for her, because I can squeeze my foot into them, and they're just like a super comfy, Flexy but supportive. I'll be honest. This is the uh, of this entire catalog. This boot is the one that I kind of want to get. Wow. Yeah. I'll be honest. Well, if you scroll up to, let's see if I can find it. I'll show you which one I really want. We've got to be pouring the crap out of the listeners now. Uh, I can't find it. And it's further down. In the FSK section, there it is. I missed it. 
Okay, yes. So there's two skates here. Um, the Tau Carbon 90s, although I wouldn't skate them with the 90 triframe. What page are you on here? This is page 28. I can't scroll back that far. I'm now into the frames. I'm, I, I was on a long journey to get... Okay, so it's called the Type M2 Team. On 63. Right, back to frames. Three. Let's, 63. There I go. So the Type M2 teams. Yeah, these have been kind of around. Do people skate those flat? No, it's a freestyle frame. Oh, it's freestyle. Oh, okay. Yeah, eh, that eh. Whole thing in the middle is a big H block. Wah, wah. Okay, never mind. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. It looks like it could be a cool flat frame. 20, 23, 20... 23, I think I said, right? No. I'm going to have to edit this. <laughs> That's alright. 20... Do they okay, use the FSK? 20... No, FSK isn't just a category of... Oh. ...skates. Um, page 28. Ooh, I like the next Mega Cruiser. Twenty yeah, eight. Next food. That's a, that's a new shell. That looks sick. I'm a. It, doesn't that look like a like it could be like a future aggressive? Yeah. <laughs> it looks cool. It looks like a, a, a like a an alternate future. Like a, it's it's a Trinity mount too. You see that? That looks beautiful. See, it's a yeah. Hard shell boot based on the training. That's cool. How the fuck um, can they have this many products and be profitable? This is ridiculous. I don't think. I just think it's there's so many, so much skating going on in Europe and everything that we just don't see. You know, people skating this type of stuff. But this many skews is insane. It's not it's right. So go, go up to page twenty-eight, and then the two skates on the left side. I really, really like the, the Tau Carbon and the K's or Kaze, whatever they're called, Trinity. And the gray and black skate, you see that? Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Some cools. Oh, I like it. <laughs> don't, wait, no, but don't, don't let my, don't let my feelings skew uh, how you feel about it. It's this, well, it's the skate I'm skating now, except it's got the little toe guard, and then instead of the soft mid-strap, it's got the, the mid-buckle. Right. Anyway. Hey, you uh... You got a lot of stuff to look at there. <laughs> uh, when we were talking weeks ago about wanting to do another one, you had a bunch of topics. But are they all outdated now? Um, I looked at it earlier, but I didn't really look at it too closely. See, we didn't, so we didn't talk at all to... about the, uh, the new Oigen Enin skate. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just... What I... All right, so my only... The only talking point I really like on that... Okay, so... When I skated the Islers, I, I had to skate size 10. And... Um, I heard that the... The Oigans fit differently. So a friend of mine here in Florida picked up a pair right after they were, after they were available. And they were size 8s. And I slipped my foot into it, and it was absolutely perfect. So, I was a 10 in Eislers, and I would be in an 8 
in the NMs. So I think that's cool. But other than that, nothing really noteworthy. You know, carbon free, whatever. Yeah, cool skate. I, uh, like, they're, they're not the skate that I'm going to use, but I, I like that they exist. I like that they're different, and I think his skating is cool. I, I It's funny, like, before, I'm not trying to, this sounds weird, but, like, before he, like, blew up just recently, and I had just seen him, and, like, there was this one undercover wheels that he had that I was addicted to, partly because the song was amazing, partly just because the skate was amazing, and, um, I, uh, I was so in love with that, and then it, it's, like, the new stuff is continued down some crazy path, and I like it still, but it's almost, uh, more, I don't know. I'm not polarizing, but uh, he's out on the line. Hold on, your, your audio just cut out a little bit. Yeah. I there too. you go. I don't know what's doing. I think, I think we're good. Yeah, I don't know. We're so, uh, I still like it. I, I didn't, uh, I, I haven't been able to get the VOD. But what's up? Why, why isn't that doing anything? Like you're, yeah, you're, you it's went the out old to wave. Your... It's the wave from before. It's. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can, yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't hear it though. I, it just cut out and went silent on me. Not weird. You're back now, though. You're good. I like, um... I like him. I like his... social media presence. And his Blader Union video is one of the best content pieces in recent anything. I like his style. And, I, you know, look, alright, so it's gonna sound weird, but... I like his style because it reminds me of Sean Smith's skating as far as the the technical aspects and the, the switch-ups and the unique, weird grind combinations. That's something that, that's kind of like Sean's thing. Yeah. So when I see Oigan doing it, I'm like, all right, that's, that's Sean Smith stuff. I love it. So, yeah, I like, I like him. Yeah, totally. I don't know why I just had it on my list here, too, because it's kind of cool. Okay. Hey, so what about... Uh, within the, uh, the Rebirth of Shadow. So, and I'll let you look at the picture later, um... You got a leak? Do you have a leak? It's, well, no, the, there's a, the... If you look at the catalog, um, over by the aggressive stuff, it's, you know, where it says Shadow, if you look in the background of the photo and zoom in, you can kind of see what it looks like. Yeah, kind of, okay, so how, how well can you kind of see it? Well, not really well at all, but you can make some assumptions. Um... What are your assumptions? Well, this, the, it looks like the same sole plate. Now there might be modifications to it, but the dimensions of the sole plate look the same. The the straps in the front look a little bit more stout, um, but you know those have all changed over the years with different models. The unique part, it looks like the cuff section and the padding associated with the cuff section is different and higher. And I have heard little bits of rumors that it might be some sort of uh, walkable MyFit type liner. How much of a rumor? Well, it's completely a rumor. At this point, <laughs> but, um, if you look at the picture, you can tell that there's something going on there, but they, they distort it enough that you can't really uh, see what's going on. So, are we doing this? Sure, yeah, I mean. All right, it's time. Yeah, well, I gotta get myself tired because after this, I have to sleep. Yeah, we we can uh, two a.m. We can cap. We're we're at it, like my time says a bit over two hours, but I mean I think that's uh, including going out for a break and stuff. But. 
so <clears throat> yeah so i don't care about the whole brand and you know dissolving shadow and absorbing it by usd you know again that's just more blade politics and speculation and we don't know why they did what they did but when you look at the power slide catalog and you see all the things they're producing you just kind of have to assume that they know what they're doing and it's probably for the best you know one way or another cheers (laughs) (laughs) alright so at least it's just it's not something that's just going away it's probably the same people involved and I guess Latimer is going to get involved which is cool that's, that's the right, really cool. right way to go and, so that's um, that's a big deal um, so I, I think nobody has anything to worry about I think when it's all said and done and when they when they put something forward it's going to be better than than the previous generation I don't see them going backwards on it I mean there was the whole like you know, when Power Slide took it over from Solomon, there was a drop in quality, and you know, yeah. whatever you went from being made in Europe gonna, to being made in China. That? Overcome that, change it. I, I'm. I mean, I'll put it this way: like, has Power Slide or USD put out anything in recent history that's been disappointing? No, this stuff's good. They have a I, yeah, I like the company. So, you know, like the whole, like, everybody's like, well, you know, but Solomon versus, you, you know, Power Slide. And like, well, okay, that's such an old, dead transition in comparison. So I'm pretty sure all the plastics they're using are, are good quality plastics. And I just don't see any issues with, with quality. So I, I, I have a pretty good feeling that whatever comes out of it is going to be a cool skate. Okay, um, so wait, two hours into this, first mention of the Razor's shift. Um, I'm going to, like I said earlier, new stuff is, or I don't know if I said it to, no, I, I, mean, I said it to uh, Cletus when we were talking. Um, we said it too. Okay, yeah. new stuff is ultimately and infinitely better than no stuff. Yeah. And if it's my cup, if it's not my cup, it doesn't matter somebody out there is going to skate them and enjoy them and apparently everybody that's skating so far pretty much loves them so i'm really really happy for them i don't really fit razors as far as this the ranges go and i'm sure i could you know make it work if i really wanted to but my experience with them has just been squeaky skates that don't fit me right so i don't love them um but they're they're cool and you know like the the people that i know that are razors skaters and we've got some some pretty heavy ones in florida uh dylan hop skates uh sls and he's just absolutely amazing amazing bladers and he does cool things in them so i i know that they're great skates um just there's not my style i guess um but what's really really cool about that and I think we, we got so focused on the, the ability that the, not so much the ability for the frames to be quick changed, but, well, are they going to pop off or am I going to break my ankles or do I have to off. use the screws or not use the screws? They've been tested. They've been tested for the last year by guys that skate harder than all of us yeah. and they've been fine. So I have no concerns there. One person popped off the frame one time when he hit the coping at the perfect angle in France, blah, blah, blah. I think we only have one example so far of a frame popping off. Um, but it was under extreme circumstances. So, 
But let's get to the like the real purpose behind it is that you can take your aggressive frames off and slap on some some eighty mil wheels and freaking Wait, fly. No, 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 no. As long as you have the forty dollar soul plate thingamajiggy attached to your eighty millimeter frame. Yes. So, but what? What is more affordable? A, a, a let's just call it a sixty dollar soul plate and the hardware to go with it, or an entire boot to mount your eighty millimeter frame onto. Yeah, I know. So I, when 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 Leon was here, I was like, I was grilling him about it, and I was asking, "Is he going to get them?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "Who is the target market for this skate?" I don't know what it is. I feel like there's, like, static here or something. It's weird. Yeah, you just cut off. I, I think it's just, like, the internet, but um, what do I know? Who knows? Uh, when I, like, it's like when I touch stuff, I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I ended the bolt on this Chapter 322. I think it's sending out, like, demon vibes into my phone oh. and computer. That's probably what it is. It's actually when I touch it. It's weird. Put it down. I did. No, but I'm not. I'm not touching it now. Um, Leon. Oh yeah, and he said the target market was. Uh, he's like, it's someone that rides for razors, lives in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. But here's the thing, though. Like, so if I'm Leon, what I'm what I'm gonna do? Oh, here I am. I am a rollerblader saying this is how I roll. How I'd run my brand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If I were him, I would embrace it, and I would have the skates set there and have on display one boot set up aggressive, the other boot set up cruising, and, you know, have the, here's the sale price, whatever, and then with your spare set of frames and make it a package deal and explain all the benefits to, to your, to your, oh, you there? Yeah. Okay, I, I unplugged my mic by accident. Um, you know, that. They now they don't have to pack a pair of extra skates. They can just keep the frames in their backpack and swap it out and and, and head home or head wherever they need to go. Um, and I think there's a lot of people, a lot of bladers in the aggressive community that just aren't going to put the money down to buy, you know, a pair of so wait, but skates like this. Who is this person that is like? Is are they actually so they okay so they they put their their uh, aggressive. Maybe anti-rocker, featherlight three to soul plate piece thing in their backpack, and then they have their soul plate piece thing to eighty millimeter or whatever wheels one. They put it on, and then they like skate, like get to the spot, and then like and then like put on their their featherlight threes and. Is that what you're okay. supposed to do? I don't get it. Or, or is it just like, you know, like I had like a fun session on on my like uh, aggressive ones the other day, and then like tonight we think we're gonna go for a power blade, so I'll just switch them over. No, but that's the thing. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a real world example here, and this is a real story. <laughs> Sean Smith won't skate big wheels. Why? He won't do it. Like he'll he'll every once in a while you can get him to try his setup. 
Um, but does he like, like does he my, go like skating other than No, like, he won't even he won't even lace him up all the way. He's like, uh uh-uh, uh, no. Like he tried another friend of ours, I tried to get him on mine a couple times and he wasn't really feeling it. We got him on another pair of uh, another friend he was at a session. I guess he was looking at doing this gap or something in them and he was like, nah, nah, nah. so um, he just won't do it. But he's interested in those skates right now. And I think he's gonna buy them. Um because he, you know, he, he, we like to try new things, and I think he's had good experience with razors in the past. I think SL has worked for him, so he's going to give them a try. And I am pretty sure that if he gets them, I can convince him or facilitate setting up a, a an additional set of soles with some good, you know, rollerblade ninety millimeter frames on them. Um, or, you know, something accessible, and I can then say, you know, like, like a park or whatever, hey, man, pop on your big wheels, I'll pop on mine, let's go hit the snake run, or let's go look for some weird gaps or something like that. Yeah, for I sure. think it would be so much more realistic for him to to just try and experience it on a boot that he's already comfortable with and it's broken into him, and he doesn't have to buy a you know pair of power power blade boots or you know fsk skates that are going to sit on the shelf most of the time he just has to have a sole plate in the frame okay aside from all this switcherooey stuff i think it's a nice looking skate like it, it the, the the clean line the, the, it looks like looking down it looks pretty low profile and just a nice classic shell it's the razors seven <laughs> is it well, it's just, yeah. if you look at it, it's like, yeah. no detail, as clean as it, just it, it, it's shell. nothing, yeah. But that's nice. the thing, like, what do we, we don't need, we don't need it to look like a race car all the time, <laughs> do we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, or yeah, a speedboat. <laughs> right. So, uh, but then, one thing I was thinking, though, is one thing that happens with the extra layer of, so it's the shell, and then the soul plate thing, and then the frame, and there's just, inevitably, extra millimeters between uh, your foot and the wheel, you know? And coming from the Aeon, where my foot is sometimes rubbing the wheel if I, if I don't have, like, a proper foot bed in. And so, or you can poke with your toe and yeah, touch I'm the Yeah, I'm standing wheel. on the wheel. I can't get lower than that. That's, it's, it's so anything higher than that seems like such a compromise. And so any extra layers for these bedazzling of convolution of the design to do this thing that I don't really need the skate to do. I don't need it to change roots like, super quick, because it's also it's not hard to undo two wheels to access the UFS bolts. That's never You're been right, hard. But no one's ever been like, how do I take a wheel off? Alright, I've, but I have talked myself out of doing it, because it's, like, five minutes. So there's times where I'm like, I feel like going for a quick skate, and I, and I'll just skate my you know my normal aggressive frames instead of putting my big wheels on because I don't feel like dealing with the Kaiser f- hardware with two axle you know mm-hmm. Allen keys and it's just a it's a process. Um, Lawrence Ingram measured the height of the actual uh, the footbed mm-hmm. of the SL versus the shift, and it was three millimeters higher. Ah, okay, that's a. That's about right, though, if you think about how That's what that stuff. really equates to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the three millimeters at the end of the day, like, you know, if you're coming from Aeons, are you going to feel three millimeters? Yes. If you're coming from any other skate, it would be negligible. Um, so then am I, like, but it's am not I so much the distance, but it's the, 
No, I'm just what I'm saying is it's it's not so much the distance; it's the fact that it's different layers of material, and then with every additional layer, it's hard plastic versus hard plastic. There's going to be a little bit of movement and how they interact with each other. They're not. There's never going to be a perfect well, perfect lock. Nothing will ever be as solid as the Aeon. It's not possible to be more solid than the Aeon. Well, yeah, because it's zero parts. Yeah, the <laughs> it's not a boot connected to a sole plate to a frame. Just one. Fucking plastic with <laughs> one injection, bam, and then toss a cuff on it and some straps. Yeah. So beautiful. So, but you know, then think about like a you know like a carbon shell with an aluminum frame, you know, and the, the connection you have there. You mean like this carbon shell with an aluminum frame? Exactly. That's that's a, that's literally what I mean. Like. You might even feel the ground more on that skate. Who knows? <laughs> Magical. So I don't. I'll look at my list really quick just to make sure I didn't skip anything. Awesome. Um, I wanted to talk about my new setup. We did that skating flat in 2017. We talked about that's cool. Um, I uh, my final answer for your question: What is the most important part? Is oh, yeah. liners. Liners? Liners. That's how do you, hey, wait, how do you decide that? Why? Nope. Uh, we'll talk about it later. What? Um, I wanted to talk about being a Blade ambassador and what that means to me. And I think that everywhere we go where we're blading, we need to be as cool as possible with the other people there. <laughs> um, even sometimes you don't want to. I, I've been trying to, and... I'm finding that everybody's very responsive to it, and I'm asking people's names and shaking hands and giving daps and clapping my hand when, you know, dudes land their tricks, whether it's scooters or boards or bikes. Um, For sure. And I think at this point in time, we have enough time in between, you know, when we were hurt and where we are now. Like, I think, like, there's a little bit of post-traumatic stress disorder that we carry, but... I think we can probably get over like the this rollerblade stigma now at this point in history, but it's going to take us working a little bit harder for it, and you know, extending the the you know the hand to to, sh- to shake hands and say what's up with people. So anyway, be be a blade ambassador. That's what it, we should all be doing. I'll still defend us, you know. Still, if somebody talks shit, I'll still I'll get them. But in general, like if you don't start shit, they won't be shit. Um, oh, blading friends and activity-based relationships. I don't have any friends. Um, <laughs> I have, you know, I have my my lifetime friends that you know I, I love and they're my family. But we don't see each other for years at a time, and sometimes we don't talk for years at a time. And then I I have my blade friends, my activity-based rollerblading friends, where we don't hang out unless we're rollerblading. And occasionally we'll do like a little thing on the side and grab some beers or, you know, have a meal together or whatever. But like, I don't have to go to their kid's birthday. I don't have to go to their wedding. I don't have to deal, you know, like it's not like full blown friendship <laughs> yeah, yeah, status. Yeah, yeah. But like, but some of these guys, like I, lo- I love them. They're like, you know, some of the best friends I've ever had, which is really interesting. But, but the, the do, commitment is only- to this one obscure thing. Yep. And, but it's the, the activity is also the buffer though. So say we have a big session and 20 people show up. I don't have to talk to certain people if I don't want to, and I can do that in a way that's not uh, noticeable. So I can just, you know, skate on the other side of the park, and, like, you, you can like, go by and say, hey, what's up, and just go do your thing. And it's totally an environment where you can 
distance yourself or be as close as you know sometimes i have a session where like i'll hang out with one homie the whole time and you know it's just it's like a long conversation the whole time and we just skate together so you kind of you can tailor it to what you're what you're feeling so that's the cool thing about blading friends and activity-based relationships the other side to that being like you and i right now we are thousands of miles away from each other we have literally never met and like (laughs) But you're my homie, though, and yeah. I'm really happy to be talking to you. So. Wait, I, and I don't like talking to you. Like, I don't call anybody on the phone. Me neither. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, like, I literally, my conversations are limited to Facebook messages. I don't even text people anymore. It's just on, I Facebook message my friends, and they're all rollerbladers. Um, my next topic was setting a blade schedule and sticking to it. Now, this is before the 30-day blade started. I found myself struggling to skate, um, and I would sometimes skip a week. And when you skip a week, then you have that two-week period where you're you're not skating, and that's really when it starts to kick in. Like you either you're either like, "Fuck, I don't even skate anymore," or you're you get angry about it. I said to my wife, I was like, I hadn't skated like much recently. I was like, I'm not even rollerblading. She's like, "We was like, well, do I rollerblade?" <laughs> yeah, and it, you get like, I get grumpy about it. So, at a minimum, I make myself skate at least once per week, and that keeps me like it keeps my souls. Still in the game. Square. Yeah. And it just, Every time it, I put like them it, on, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay. And it recharges my battery, though. Like, I, I got to kind of, like, top off at least mm. once a week. And then I'm, I think about it, you know, the, the session keeps me happy through, like, Wednesday. And then from Wednesday to Friday, I'm excited thinking about skating the coming weekend. So it's just, like, at a minimum, you got to set a schedule for yourself and then really commit to sticking to it. 30-day blade challenge, I'm... I think I'm 24 days into it now. I have missed a couple days, um, but it's weird. They have to like apologize, like sorry, guys, I didn't go blade. I know it's whatever, but I, I just did, you know, like I just wanted to. I've, the last couple of years, I've seen everybody do it, and I've been like, man, that would be cool. Like it would be feel good, I think. And so this year, I was like, you know what? Like I'm at a really cool, happy, settled, uh, calm point in my life. Like. I was like, I think now I can carve out the time, and I think my wife understands. Yeah, dude, of I course can you can. And, you know, my careers. Yeah, I was beefing with your wife tonight. <laughs> it was so funny. She, she, you know, she's being very sarcastic. I am, too, to a certain extent, but not really. But, yeah, I'm, it's a joke between her and I. Hey, um, uh, we, we made my daughter on our honeymoon. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely, for sure. Um... But then she was like, and I told I told her what we, what we were doing tonight, and she was like, "Oh my god, is that the guy from Facebook?" And I was yeah. like, "Yeah." She's like, "That's such a good time." So yeah, um, that was that's funny. And I, I she was she was like, "I was talking shit." I know. I was like, "No, I got it." And I knew it's it's a joke. Um, so anyway, she's very understanding and she's supportive of it. Um, a couple nights, you know, when it's like thunderstorming out, I'm like, "Fuck, I have to go skate." She's like, "No, you're going to bed." Um, but so we, you know, whatever. But the other days, she's like, "Hey, where are you going to skate today? Where are you going to skate? Can I come? Do you want me to come? You know, what do you need?" So she she makes it possible, I think, to a certain extent. That's so true. the the few things that I've gotten out of it, one, the realization that I had, I think it was like five or six days in that. I, it had been since 97, 98-ish that I had skated five days in a row. Um, it, you know, I can remember the specific summer where I used to skate every day. And it was kind of like, just my religion. That was all I would do all day long. So it had been since that period of my life that I had skated that many days in a row. And I was like, wow, that's such a cool feeling because I am 35 years old now. Like, mm-hmm. 
it, you know, back then I couldn't even imagine life at, at the age of 35, and then it'd be out here like doing it. Like one day at a skate park, the other day bombing a hill, the other day cruising through a park, um, but with wheels on my feet. So that was a really, really cool like feeling, like of me kind of like saying what's up to myself as a teenager. Um, like I reconnected with myself to a certain extent. And that probably, was cool. probably enjoying it on on more deeper levels than ever before too. Because I have a better appreciation for it now because I was absent of it for so many years. You know, I stopped in 2001 and, you know, tried again in 2004 for a couple days. And then I didn't skate again until 2014. So that was really a, you know, a real, real decade without having wheels on my feet one time. Um, so when you reconnect with it, it's like, oh, my God, like. I cannot believe I wasted so much time and like you're, you're hard on yourself so I kind of got redemption for that in this, which was cool um, the second thing is the strength that it takes physically to skate every day um, you know when you have a hard park session usually you're recovering for like 2-3 days and not moving and you're feeling it and you know you don't hate it because it's like yeah battle scars like I'm all bruised up and my tailbone's bruised and my shin's bleeding but it was a really good session so it's tough to boot up every day when you're when your legs are already kind of wobbly and especially yeah. like if i'm trying to go out and do like distance like oh my god i'm really gonna have to dig deep and just do it um so part of the benefit of the, the kind of thing is that we're documenting it we're hashtagging it and we're we're putting up our proof every day that becomes a motivator where i'm like fuck i, I can't let my friends down because i know there's a couple you know i have five people out there that i'm doing this with um you know guy being one of them and you know a few other few other guys and we all you know comment on each other's posts and kind of keep pushing it along so i think that's kind of cool motivator and so and and as i'm going along i'm noticing that i'm getting stronger and stronger physically where i can just skate you know like harder and heavier for longer without crapping out um and i have the last few bowl sessions especially today included i felt like very strong like i'm barely pumping and I'm just flying flying up past the coping and going you know skating faster than I normally do um, and my balance the he how, how sh- sure I am on my feet um, you know it was the weirdest thing when I came back to rollerblading is that I had absolutely no balance I felt like it was the first time I'd ever skated um, and how much like I'm just like it's like my feet are on air now like I don't like balances and even I don't have to think about it anymore it's back to second nature again and that's been a really cool part of this process because riding on different setups every other day you're kind of having to readjust you better be if you like run a fitness place you better be in amazing <laughs> shape fuck yeah i mean i stay healthy <laughs> you sit around yeah. doing healthy fitness shit all day <laughs> yeah i know yeah, and all the protein and all the crap yeah it's all it's always there so yeah it's and you know my wife is very much into fitness and she's you know she she works out and tells me every day that I need to work out um, so I, you know, I, I stay healthy um, but I don't stay durable when it comes to, to skating you know for a few hours a day every day yeah. um, or you know from beating myself up all day Sunday and then trying to go out and skate miles the next day on big wheels where it's like fuck I'm all bruised up this is really hard right now so yep 30 day blade that's fun I'm almost I'm almost done and I'm going to be happy when it's over because I'm burned out but it's good. Um, design, blah, blah, blah. No. Oh, and then the last thing, which is relative to this, is uh, the 30-day blade, is skating by myself. 
Um, I've always, always, always had a stigma about skating solo where if you're a guy rollerblading and you fall down and somebody sees you do it and they're not part of your group of people, it's to me, it's, it's like painfully embarrassing and I just, I've never, I've never been able to get over it. Um, I so fall all over I the have, place when I go out. I know. So if I have even one friend with me who can laugh with me, then the other people all become invisible. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But I, I just, I, so, I, I, I skate like 90% alone. And so I just like, I guess I just gotta just fall alone. <laughs> yep. And it's so, but I, I, I got over it. Like I'm good with it now. Um, I've been having fun on my sessions and it's not so much I'm realizing it when I'm doing it. It's when I'm watching. Cause I keep the GoPro on at all times. I only put little clips here and there, but I actually kind of just like, like watching myself put my skates on and drink the water and check out the park. And like, it's fun to like, fast forward and relive certain parts of the session like certain falls are funny or certain scooter kids say something funny like can you do a backflip and it's like I like those little moments um, but what I've noticed in myself and I'm like smiling when I'm alone which is a weird thing to think about um, and I'm happy <laughs> I'm always and I'm having happy fun and laughing when I'm alone like I'm actually laughing at myself and laughing at my falls and um you know, and I even get into like interacting with the camera because I'm like, well, my friends are watching, even though it's me recording it live yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, not yeah. streaming it. Um, so it's just that's been pretty cool too. That I've when you are so accustomed to skating with other people, then you become dependent on them showing up for the skate to happen. And just dozens and dozens of times over the last few years, I've waited for somebody to show up or gone to pick up somebody and they were asleep and like I just drove home and I've opted to not skate or not been able to skate because somebody bailed out and now my my mantra is just going to be skate solo so hey everybody here's where I'm going to be skating I posted on the Florida Blade page and if you show up super if you don't I don't care I'm fucking skating anyway and that's going to be my thing now. I'm not depending on anybody else okay <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Man. I actually have to go uh, do some work. I have to go uh, <laughs> clean up our Airbnb to get ready for a couple coming from Barcelona, of all places. Oh wow, super cool! Ask, yeah. Talk to them about rollerblading if you can. <laughs> well, I don't know if you talk to them, but yeah, I, we do. We do. Yeah, it's in our basement. We uh, yeah, okay. we have it. Sometimes and, they like they like hey. You know, you won't see us again, and they disappear. Yeah, it's all of the above. It's everything from that. Uh, yeah. To, uh, anyway, well, and by, on a side note, we're going to talk about that. I want to. Um, I want to stay there someday. Yeah, I was like, I want to throw another one of my joy roll events and do it, plan it so far in advance that I can book off the weekend or whatever, so that you could come up and stay there that weekend because it, it's booked so much in the future it's crazy it's uh, yeah. it's almost indefinite and uh my wife does an amazing job with it and so i'm just gonna go at uh what time is it now so here we're at 2 23 a.m uh early tuesday morning late t- monday night um two and a half hours into <laughs> talking <laughs> uh i think i think it's been good i think we covered a lot of a lot of stuff it's uh do you uh we barely scratched the surface man Oh, I know. Uh, it's it's impossible to get it all, but I think uh, it was good, dense, content-rich stuff. Yeah, for sure. I'll uh, I only made a couple of notes of I meant to uh, 
make notes of any stuff to trim out. I think I, I got, there's only a little, couple little things, but, uh, should be all good. Yeah, it should be pretty clean, except for the, with, like, a, the one clean break in the middle. Yeah, And then yeah. maybe a couple, couple dead zones, but, yeah. Dead zones. <laughs> <laughs> the wave, it's the, the wave, don't, don't touch that skate. Okay, thank you so much, Rob. This is a lot of fun. I, it's funny, because, like, I, I also don't really have friends. I just work, I have my wife, kids, and it's like, and then, like, I have a ton of people I know, <laughs> but, right. like, and actually when I hung out with Guy, we were both like, I have no friends, and he's like, I have no friends too. <laughs> See? It's, but it's just funny how it works out. But, I mean, I could do this, like, I can't, I can't do this stuff in person, but I could, I can hang out on, in, in this form and, and uh, talk for a couple hours. But also, you have a lot of great things to say, and that's why it's so fun to talk with you, so, uh, thanks for just, like, pouring it all out and and say what you think. Absolutely, man. No, it's my pleasure, and you know, I'm, I was bad to, back to, happy to come back for round two, and looking forward to round three. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, man. I think uh, we can just keep doing these ongoing whenever there's like dun, 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 breaking news. We gotta talk. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like I feel like it's gonna be a good year for that yeah. this year and next year. I think we got lots of cool stuff to look forward to. Rollerblading is got some exciting stuff coming up, so I, I am also excited. It's the best time ever in rollerblading right now. Yeah, let's do this. Oh, wait, there's one thing I had, I had on my list here. It's a R100 guy. I keep seeing this guy with K2 Sodos commuting every day when I'm bike commuting in the morning. So, like, I, so I bike 50 kilometers every single day, like 25 kilometers away, and this guy, he's not going the whole way, but I, I would see him in the morning on his K2 Sodos, and I know he has the R100 frames on them, and I was like, yeah. there's no way he knows that those are, like, this like cult frame is sold out around the world, and how special it yeah, is to some and people. Yeah, what led to its existence? It's a whole. It's such yeah, a cool the whole backstory. It exists story. because of the wizard frame, and so this guy just like he's just like commuting in the morning on his sodos with, but also the sodos also have a buckle. I'm really excited about. It's a velcro strap with a, a buckle that's a memory buckle. So it does like the the, the Rossi's uh, memory buckle, but uh, connecting to a Velcro strap. So I want that buckle for the straps I'm gonna make because it has the memory capability, and then you make a really nice Velcro strap to go with it, like plastic protection, and so that's what I want to do. As soon as they're for sale, I will buy the first pair. Okay, cool. Uh, I don't know if I'm to make them, but uh, it's bouncing in my head. It's done in my head a long time ago, but uh, yeah. So I see the guy going by every day in his photos with R100s. And he has no idea how special those are to some people. You should give him a wave sometime. Be like, what's up? Hey, hold on. Look at this face. Yeah. That's funny. Right. Cool. Well, All right, man. Thanks, Rob. Uh, let's talk again soon. And uh, he's from Canada. All right, homie. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, take care. Yep, yeah, later.